This is a HeadGum Podcast. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. I am the cream in the World Wrestling Federation and there is no doubt about it. Yeah, mean Gene Okerlund, you know that I'm the cream of the crop. These words, delivered while holding aloft a disposable single-serve container of coffee creamer, are from a legendary promo by pro wrestler Macho Man Randy Savage. One of the greatest showmen in wrestling history, as famed for his flashy wardrobe and gravel-gargling voice as his in-ring technique, Savage was among the biggest stars of the squared circle in the 80s and 90s, and achieved mainstream exposure as the pitchman for Slim Jims, the meat-flavored convenience store stick. That Savage chose to boast of his kayfabe grappling prowess by using the cream-of-the-crop cliché, comparing himself to the fatty top coat of milk, speaks to cream status as a decadent dairy delight. And as the artisan ice cream movement grew in the 21st century, cream itself became centered in many brands' marketing, as premium parlors embraced the term creamery. Among those creameries was a Brooklyn parlor opened in 2011 by the husband and wife team of Brian Smith and Jackie Cuscuna. With Smith focused on the product and Cuscuna focused on the brand, this sweet treat intergender tag team drew huge lines to their shop and would soon expand throughout the borough, then the city, then the greater metropolitan area. Despite their relatively small footprint, they were even given the license to make ice cream for Star Wars The Force Awakens for its 2015 release and sold 40,000 pints of their limited light and dark edition flavors. Today, with Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker just weeks from release, the frozen dairy chain has 17 locations, including one in Los Angeles and one at Disney Orlando. But does this Brooklyn-based ice cream shop deserve its enormous hype? Does their cream, as the Macho Man declared of himself, and as Star Wars promises of Skywalker, indeed rise? This week on Doughboys, Ample Hills Creamery. <laughs> Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, Limp Dipshit, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. I thought it could have been like Limp Dixit or something. Like, uh, why, why did it have to be Limp Dipshit? Uh, ask Handsome Brian. That's who sent that one up. If you have an insult, you like me. I doubt he's handsome. I doubt you're handsome. If he is handsome, then I think it's good that he's proud of his personal appearance. And if he's not traditionally handsome, I think it's uh, that's fine as well. Send us a okay picture to... of yourself, you coward. Yeah, Brian. Let's see how handsome you are. Yeah. Let's send a, send a pic of your hog, too. <laughs> see what you're packing. Jesus. Enough hog talk. Uh, limp dipshit. I thought. I mean, yeah, it is. I I want to use that one because you are a. I I'd say you're you're a limp biscuit apologist. Is that correct? What are you kind of a Fred Durst? <laughs> a friend of a friend of Durst? No. What the fuck are you talking about? I feel like you're a hot dog flavored water guy. I make jokes about the hot dog flavored water. I bought chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water when mm. I was in high school. Like yeah. a lot of people did. No, I've said before that they have like. Limp Bizkit has like one song, maybe that's okay. 
So I think you th- they're, they're awful. They're yeah. an awful band. It's a, that that is like an embarrassing. That's an embarrassing time for all of us. Oh, okay. I thought you liked them. I thought you were like stuck up for for Durst and Company. No, I mean anyone who gets made fun of so much, I'm like, well, whatever. He did something that people liked, I guess. You've got right. that red ball cap on. <laughs> <laughs> I do have my red yeah. backwards red ball cap on in tribute to Durst. Mitch, Mitch, I apologize. I did like I had it wrong. You were you're an apologist for Robert. Yes, yeah, I like Robert Durst. <laughs> You got a raw deal. He did it now. (laughs) My stomach. What does he do? What does he talk about when he's like he's burping or whatever? He's He's burping. burping. Yeah, yeah. Burp. I did. I did a bad fake burp. Uh, Why? Should I do a little drop of? Yeah, let's hear it. Here's a little. uh, This is. This says it's a. This is. It says uh, holiday themed. Oh boy! How exciting. <laughs> That's pretty good. That was great. Who sent that one in? It's our old friend Robert Persinger. Robert Persinger. Well, oh, we always was... say his name wrong. Sorry, Robert. How did, how do you say it? Is he the Drop King? He is. Yeah, he's the Drop King. Her singer. Sometimes you said he's. Didn't you say he was the slop king? I said he was the slop king at one point when I started trying to start a beef with with uh, Per Singer, but then I realized he's not the listener I should be having a beef with. Uh, hey, Mitch, any I'm resubmitting this drop. Figured it would be a good one for the holiday season. The Rise of Skywalker is coming out soon. Uh, Doughboys, The Rise of Sky. Uh, he says The Rise of Weiger. Oh, I dropped like by it. the Drop King. He now refers to himself as the Drop King. Uh, slow your roll there, Persinger. Yeah, Persinger, if you're going to call yourself the Drop King, send us a pic of your hog. Jesus. <laughs> I can't need wait some f- verification. I can't wait for you to get canceled for requesting <laughs> pictures of people's hogs. <laughs> All the best to you and the Doughboys family, Robert Persinger. The least controversial cancellation in podcasting history. <laughs> yeah, he was just asking listeners to send them pics of his, their dicks. I hope that this does happen to you. Uh Seattle. He's uh, he's in Seattle. We knew oh, that. Oh boy! I give, I'm giving out your location. That's say a hi new to thing Niles for me. Uh, I <laughs> wanted to say, Mitch, this is a you know this is our our second to last new episode of 2019. We're gonna have content coming mm-hmm. every week. We're gonna unlock some some Patreon episodes for That's people right. who are who listen to the free uh, feed, and they're gonna say, "Yeah, yeah, you unlocked a Patreon. I, I should have gotten I should have gotten something. Don't be a Grinch." Right? Yeah, and then your Patreon subscribers are going to be like, man, they gave away one of your Patreon episodes That's what I'm saying. Free. No, that, I'm saying you're saying both sides of it. Yeah. You said the free episode, people are like, man, this is just a Patreon episode. And the Patreon people are just like, but we already subscribed. We already heard this one. This is a new content. You know what? Fuck all you. Fuck all of you. All you listeners on both sides. That's our Christmas message to the Doughboys <laughs> listeners. If you give us money, fuck you. Oh. And if you don't give us money, really fuck you. <laughs> My mom doesn't sign up for the Patreon or anything like that. Mm. But so, in a way, she gave birth to the Patreon by giving birth to Mike Mitchell. Mm-hmm. That sounds weird. <laughs> she, what, your mom had the Patreon in her womb? Yeah, that sounds she weird. She carried it for a while. <laughs> then she birthed it out her vulva. That's oh, <laughs> weird about this. I don't think that's where babies come from. It's not from the vulva. Okay. I need to learn my anatomy. Jesus. God, <laughs> study something else besides dick pics. <laughs> 
She shot that baby right out her dick hole. You know how babies are born. <laughs> Mitch took up too much room. He had to come out the vulva, too. <laughs> Needed the extra centimeters. Sheridan? <laughs> Uh, our guest is an actor and comedian from Comedy Bang Bang and Review. He's also a co-host of Theme Park Podcast, Podcast the Ride. Jason Sheridan is here. Hi, Jason. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. It's been far too long without you making an appearance your on the Dope show. Boys debut. I we've know. had we've had your podcast cohorts, uh, Mike Carlson and Scott Gardner, on a number of we times. Do, never had you on. We do a really bad job with stuff like that. We so. do do a bad Sorry. job. That's okay. Uh, I'm a day one listener, so it's a real thrill to be here. Well, it's it's just it's just bad when it's a a friend. I mean, like it it took us a couple of years to get like Dave Ferguson on the show, who uh-huh. I'd oh, worked sure. with with the, on the birthday boys. It it took it takes us a long time to get people that we should have on the show, and you're including you. And uh, and and there's a lot more like that too. Wagger, we're bad at this, and we do yeah, a bad we, job. we do a bad job. But you know, we get we're we're very thrilled to have you here today uh you are from the philadelphia suburbs yes so philly you know and a lot of america are big food cities but philly in particular has some food that is unique to its character wawa certainly rita's water ice which we reviewed uh, both of which we reviewed rita's italian ice rather it's is what its, its proper name is but water ice is what a lot of people call it uh and um and and of course the the cheese steak lots of stuff specific to philly is there anything that you crave specific to your home locale um, good question. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to go back for the holidays and have some cheesesteaks. We were a big cheesesteak family, like pizza and cheesesteaks on Friday nights. Uh, pizza and wings or pizza and cheesesteaks. Uh, wow, I pizza p- and cheesesteaks. That's yeah, amazing. You eat like a, few, a couple slices of pizza and half a che- split of cheesesteak. It's great. That's, um, that's wild. Yeah, that, it's heavy. It's heavy food. Is heavy I was food. a husky child. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, uh, within minutes of getting off the plane, we will stop at a Wawa because I usually wow. take a red eye and I will want a big coffee, a big flavored Wawa coffee. What what flavors do you get in that bad boy? Oh, I like a hazelnut or a French vanilla. Because you're you're a you're a sweet treat guy. You're a treat boy. I am a treat boy. Uh, I try not to take my coffee too sweet. Oh, I try not to take any of my drinks too sweet because I like. Uh, cookies and candy and ice cream and cakes. I don't have a lot of vices. <laughs> Sweets are kind of I. I don't drink that much anymore. Right. Uh, so, but I have to have my sweets. Liquid calories are a killer. So well, I'm just gonna get rid of them in the new year. Thing. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to cut out liquid calories. I told you my my New Year's <laughs> resolution, which the people are gonna be like, huh? That's not good. My I'm gonna try to get down to two thirty. Wow, two thirty. Uh huh. That's it. Okay. okay, that's pretty good. It's going to yeah, be impossible. That's an improvement. You can get there, though. You'll still look like you, too. Great. Wow, wow. What a motivation. No, I don't mean it like that. I mean, like, you won't look like you won't look like Al Roker. You know what I mean? Like, Al Roker's oh, kind of got that sort of bobblehead proportion. Yeah. And God bless him for losing that weight. But, I mean, it's just it's certain your big guys slim down sometimes. They look like a candy apple. Yeah. Uh, but you'll, you'll, you'll look like yourself. You'll still, you'll still have some meat on your bones. Oh, all right. All right. I like the yeah. sound of this. Send me a pick of your hog when you're, you're done. When it's done, <laughs> yeah. hopefully it looks bigger. Uh, okay, so I uh, so I, I googled how is Babby formed. Um, I found a uh, vaginal birth Wikipedia, <laughs> um, and uh, I, I control I command F vulva vulva on it. Nowhere to be found. Uh, so I clearly have my anatomy. I can explain wrong. it to you if you yes, want. Yes, please. I'd love it's to hear it. Like the outside of the vagina that protects all of the delicate bits on the inside. Okay, it's like the lips. Right, as a common for- term for it. Got it. That, so I guess the baby does come out of the vulva in a way, 
but it makes an appearance. It's not the organ yeah. that produces the baby. And I've got I've never been any further beyond that, so that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of where my knowledge ends. Tracks. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, dude, Emma, TMI. <laughs> I'm sure I'll hear something in the Reddit comments. Uh, so, some nerd is going to... going to correct some, me some, on my uh, vaginal knowledge. By, by the way, it's going to be some male nerd. No, um, actually, actually uh, I thought... So here's here is my issue with cervix. What I thought was the vulva is, in fact, the cervix. And labia, I thought... And vulva are like, like oh, they have some overlapping territory. Yes. Okay. You I got to lie. You got to take an anatomy class. You guys are speaking a different language. I don't know what any of this stuff is. <laughs> Uh, this is satisfying because I'm usually the one on a podcast calling back something like, hey, just a clarification on something from seven minutes ago that's been eating me alive. Well, you've got, you have the theme park fans who are, yeah. are even more pedantic than our fans. So you've really got to compete with that. I know. I'm hoping now I have the opportunity to finally get murdered by, <laughs> by one of your ours are too nice. Uh, uh, so, like you mentioned, that you you love you love treats. You are a treat boy. What yeah. are your What are your favorites? Like, what are your favorite uh, go tos uh, for for a mouthful of sugar? I I usually have because I I was explaining this to someone recently because yes. I just kind of figured it out. Like, I usually have cookies in the house sometimes. Sure, like, when I like to snack or it's like I just need something real quick, like cookies I can graze on. And Do you they, have any particular cookie go tos? Um. Yeah, I like the uh, the Tate's Bake mm. Shop. Oh, those Tate's are good. Fancy or the Trader Joe's. I think it's that, like labeled Trader Joe's gluten free. I think it's the same cookie. Wow! Mm. But it's usually a dollar less. Uh, or just the like Kroger brand from Ralph's, like chocolate chip or um, uh, uh, like M M&M and M chocolate chip mm. ones, because those it's just quantity. Right, Jason. We can say this because the episode came out the day that we're recording this, actually. Tate's chocolate chip cookies won our dunk off for Santa. Yeah, the twelve oh, days great. of cookies, best, Chris, Chris, best, Christmas cookies, best milk dunking cookie. Was, uh, they was were the they were dynamite. Those chocolate Perfect. chip ones. Yeah, yeah, they work really really well. I couldn't believe because they're like very crispy. They're very crispy, but it, it, a few days after you open them, they get soft. Oh, really? Which is strange. It, it's a little strange. I don't know is that, that that's true? how it's supposed to work. That, yeah. they, they get soft after you? Oh, wow. They get a little softer. It's the same with the Trader Joe's. That's why I think the Trader Joe's ones are the same. Trader Joe's used to sell one called like grown-up chocolate chip cookies, which wow. are also very similar. They get know. softer. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I can relate. <laughs> uh, they, so th- those those one, they, they they work so well in, when you dick them, yeah. dump them in, uh, in, when you dick them. When em. you dick them. Jesus. What are you doing? <laughs> Guys, it's your fault. What? Too much vagina talk. <laughs> we had to get in a dick the in there. <laughs> We're in the middle of like a cold snap in LA the last few weeks. I know. And it's just got you guys like horned up. It's like cuffing season. Fever. It's cuffing season. Hey, Mitch, <laughs> is it big boy season? Uh, it's, it is big. It is officially big boy oh, you season. Gotta get, you're just, uh, you gotta know what? Get big boy. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking advantage of it this year because I've been. I've been too all over the place. Why? Because mm. you know this. I've been. It's been too crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's been too crazy. My house is a fucking mess. You've been physically all over the place because you are traveling to mm-hmm. different locales to shoot your big Hollywood movie. Yeah. yeah. And I might lose a role because of this fucking beard. Oh, boy. But you hope you lose a I role can't... next year when your drive turns up to 2.30. God. That'd be a good thing. My big news that I announced on this podcast that I <laughs> I got another movie. You got another big Hollywood movie, and now you have an issue. an issue. You have a scheduling. It. You have a. You know what it is? It's a Henry Cavill it's for Mission Cavill. Impossible. I have a Cavill issue. A Cavill I do. Cavill issue. I do, and that you know they photoshopped out his or photoshopped out they 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 you know used visually visual removed digitally his, removed his mustache, but for your beard, I mean that's like a multi year <laughs> job. 
<laughs> you, got, you, got, you got a lot of territory to cover. Jesus. It's going to be like Wilson from Home Improvement. Yeah. They're just going to make you stand behind things. <laughs> it's bad. I'll get all the I'll get all the Doughboys fans on it if I get, if I have to drop out. Mm, you're going to be like a like so like a save bitches acting role, like <laughs> some sort of some sort of mail-in <laughs> campaign. Ever mail your beard trimmings into not not to the, the Doughboys, not to Doughboys, into the mail studio, into the studio uh, to to show your like solidarity. Heroes. This is basically a heroes. Yeah, situation. like heroes. Yeah, uh, Jason. You know I have. You like cookies. Mm-hmm. I have three leftover um, already. That doesn't sound too appealing. Uh, sugar cookies. Now, are these ones you've dicked or not? <laughs> I haven't dicked them. Also, okay. you said that your dick is the it's the the soft Chips Ahoy cookies. I get that they're soft. This mm-hmm. is the only thing that is similar right? Uh, to your dick in these cookies. But you said that they were the width. They were like sliced. I didn't say my dick specifically. I said they looked like if you were looking at a cross section of a of a dick, like the what, like the circumference of them. I just don't know if I if I agree with that. Anyways, okay. I got cookies. that was something I said on a Patreon episode. If people are confused, I, I got man. I got, don't talk about Patreon episode <laughs> like, stuff in the free episode. It was like a stack of cookie looks like a dick. Wasn't yeah, that? that was yeah. No, yeah, no, that's a reasonable thing to say. I kind of get it. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jesus, no, God. He wants to eat dicks. He wants to eat cookies. <laughs> It's all the same. He wants to eat dicks now? Yeah, like Hannibal Lecter style. <laughs> Jesus. We're not getting into that. We're not eating any human parts okay, in this. Okay, fine. We're not going to eat any human sure. in Doughboys. We're not eating human. Okay, fine. Um, Mantoberfest is out. <laughs> I want to... Disney's like I went to like Mickey's very happy Christmas... Very merry Christmas parade. Very yeah. merry Christmas parade, and they were giving out treats all around the park. Yes, they were what giving, a delight. They gave out soft pretzels. I bought myself a popcorn because I was smelling popcorn all week. And I got to say this, their popcorn is like Pop Secret or something, isn't oh, it? Really? I think it is. Or is it Orville Redenbacher? Or is it Orville Redenbacher? It used to be one, and then the contract flipped. And it flipped. Mm, yeah. It smells so good. And it's it, like the, the popcorn at Disney, when you're a popcorn, popcorn, ah, oh, fuck. You're when, fine. Don't when, worry When about you're it. walking around Disney, you smell that the popcorn, and, and you're like. Some of that's a trick. Some oh, really? of that's being pumped into the air. Whoa. Like smellerizer, that, I think they call it. I will, that makes sense because when you taste it, I'm like, oh, this just kind of does feel, taste like kind of microwaved popcorn more than it tastes like kind of fresh, like like a buttery popcorn. Yeah, but that's that a buttery smell is so good that I needed to get it. So I bought yeah. some of that. But then they gave out treats all around the park, and it was like a hot cocoa and uh, some cider and uh, like like uh, like little stuff like that all around the park. It was a lot of fun. It That's was great. And then I went on Space Mountain and they and they were playing. Uh, they played like Christmas music and it was and it was. Oh yeah. And it was like red and green lights and you could see the track, which was kind of terrifying. Is that you could? That see is the, terrifying. Yeah. I did not like that much at all. I've never been on Space Mountain where you could see the track. Have you ever experienced that, Sheridan? I don't think I've uh, ridden it. It's. Uh, I think I've been through in Florida. The uh, People Mover. Okay. Goes through like uh, the Space Mountain building. Building, and I've I've seen the track with the lights on. Got it. It's true. It's terrifying. It's just like metal. It's just industrial steel. Steel. And also, you're like, could I? Is there a way I could like die on this ride? And it seems like maybe there is. Mm. Well, you're only going about 35 miles an hour. Oh, okay. But they're blasting you with cold air too to make you think oh, you're going faster. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. It makes you feel like you're going so fast. Yeah. Also, when you're normally going 35 miles per hour, you're surrounded by a car. That's and true. And that, you're yes. pretty much in a sled. Um, is it, it, When did Space Mountain open? What year? Uh, Space Mountain opened, I think they both opened in the 70s. Okay. 
Um, that's like because I, I, in my in my head, like even just honestly, when I think of like whenever pirates open in is the fifties or sixties, mm-hmm. uh, sixty seven was pirates. Oh, okay. Uh, the year after Walt died. What's the most impressive like ride from like the fifties or something? Is there any? Are there any dark rides like a Small World? I guess is you know it's hard to tell. Small World comes from the the sixty four sixty five World's Fair. Oh yes, all as we know facelifts. from Tomorrowland. Yeah, as we know the from film the Tomorrowland, the beloved <laughs> movie, <laughs> um, whose message was um, feed a wolf. There are feed, two. There wolves are two inside wolves. You. Yeah. Uh, which one you feed? Yes. Uh, very mo- bleak about tomorrow. A weird, weirdly elitist too. It's Very basically saying elitist. there's like a cast of of special people who will protect us from ourselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very weird movie. You know what? You know what? Sure. That, you know what? The... They live in Galt's Gulch. <laughs> <laughs> you take a big Art Deco tree to get to it. There, there, there was there there was like a weird. That was like a weird. Like I felt like that was the beginning of bad movie. Like right. Look, of course, bad movies always exist. But when that movie came out, I think it led to like then shortly after that. JJ's Star Wars came out. You know how I don't like any. You're of these connecting movies. the film Brad Bird's Tomorrowland, which I would say is a rare misfire for Bird. I like he Bird. Used, he makes good films mostly. I but you're Bird... saying you're connecting that directly to JJ Abrams. This is just your agenda. Your anti the new generation agenda. of bad movies that have come out. Yeah, I don't think it's because of Tomorrowland. I think that you could pre- that predates. That. You think there's a bad robot conspiracy? I think there is a bad movie? robot. <laughs> JJ, there's the a bad JJ. robot is really bad. Yeah. He's bad. There That's... are some bad robots in Tomorrowland, the film. There uh, are. They're evil robots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two of them are. Is it? Uh... It's uh, uh, it's Keegan Michael Kay and um, I think Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn. Yeah. yeah. They run the like junk shop. Yeah. They run the like novelty and they fucking collectible kill stuff. a cop. And they... <laughs> they ice yeah. a cop. They're trying to kill a child and then they try to kill a robot child. Yeah. What a bizarre it's a movie! Weird film. I we, we haven't done an episode on this, but like a, a, probably a deep dive in the future that I want to do is um there was a thing called the Optimist, which was like the viral marketing leading up to Tomorrowland. Oh, it was wow. like a giant worldwide scavenger hunt sort of thing, <laughs> and it was like making you think like this is going to be a cool movie about the history of the World's Fair and the yeah. history of Imagineering and Walt's involvement and building Epcot, and it it pulled from all this source material and like you had to use google maps and go to like chili john's to in burbank to get a message and like there was all this stuff and what it was building to was the movie tomorrow land <laughs> that's such a and bummer it's yeah. like doc i have like a 50 page google doc where someone documented like, right all of the optimist and that just i mean you might remember the box the mystery box oh, oh yeah that yes. they introduced to comic-con that was a little part of it what a fucking and Bird hasn't really. I haven't. Has he done anything since? Since he did tomorrow? The Incredibles too. Oh, that's right. Too, yeah. Okay, there he is. He's back on track. Yeah, yeah. people liked that, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, are you excited for the new Star Wars movie, Jason? Ooh, Rise of Sky. Wait, is it Rise of Skywalker? You don't even care. You're I'm so excited for cynical. it. You're full of shit. I'm certain JJ is going to do it yet again. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think, Sheridan? Uh, well, <laughs> we try to stay out of this other podcast. Um. <laughs> Uh, I am interested to see how it all wraps up. Got I it. mean, I think, you know, I it, it it's it, it, Disney Star Wars is very interesting, especially when it's right next to Disney Marvel, which is mm. so like crafted and planned out in advance. Yeah. And I think there was some stuff I really liked about a lot of the Disney Star Wars stuff. And I think safe to say some misfires, but I think, they kind of like 
not planning out three movies and saying like this is the arc of the three movies right. this is where it goes bringing on one director and then another director and then firing a director like yeah. there's so much personnel shifting and like I've always been a guy who's been interested in like the behind the scenes stuff yeah, and that's yeah. what kind of drew me to the industry to begin with but it does make me like Oh, this kind of buns me out knowing how the, all this sausage gets made. Uh, definitely, right. like knowing, like, like with Watchmen, like how many times Alan Moore was screwed by the comics industry. Like, yeah, I, I all the Watchmen like spin-off comics and sequel comics in the HP. Like, oh, and that makes me too queasy to get anywhere near that stuff. I but, don't. I really. I watched like five or six episodes of that show to go on uh, 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 Leslie and Jack Allison's podcast, Struggle Session. And it, I really did not like the show at all. I don't. I kind of don't want to dig into it because I people who love Watchmen really, really like they love it to like an insane degree. Like mm. they get really, really mad at you disliking Watchmen. I think it's a weird world it's like where the like someone online right the other day was like making fun of Alan Moore. And they're like, if he like, uh, yeah, he's probably all upset about like that this new Watchmen is better than like his comics. And Wait, it, well, it, first off, that's insane. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. I mean, that's it, the worst take. It was. It was a. T- it was a horrible take. But there is a. There. It is such a weird world now that I think that like this happened with George Lucas too. You're, you're kind of people, people are like, yeah. "Fuck you, the, George Lucas, you old fuck." And this we're person like, huh? who gave us something, we're going to say "fuck you" because we don't like its current. It, we we do we don't like its current iteration or whatever. We yeah. don't like some decisions that were made yeah. in the past. It's very strange. I mean, Alan Moore is such. I mean, Alan Moore pretty much invented the modern comic book. Yes, like the modern comic book industry, and all he wanted to do was was make com- his his daughter Leia Moore is a. a an accomplished comic book writer now. Mm. And she had this heartbreaking Twitter thread of just like, he, my father doesn't look at any of this stuff and he just loves comics. He still loves comics. He right. still reads comics. All he wanted to do was make comics and the industry treated him like shit multiple times. Mm. What a like, bummer. And so like, it's so it's, that's the hardest I think thing to enjoy is, is comics and to a certain extent comedy now, like knowing how the sausage gets made. Sure. Um, and we're in an industry that treats you like shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Especially true. comics for how little money comparatively. Like yeah. at least like comedy and movies and TV, there's so much money going around. Like in comics, like a little bit of money, but yeah. like, yeah, it's just brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah. As for the Star Wars, I mean, I'm uh, yeah, I want to see how it all ends. I hope it's like the thing I keep saying, which is not a good reference that most people would uh, understand, but I hope it's like the end of the movie Eight and a Half, where everyone from the director, the main character's life comes back and they all like dance around. <laughs> and I just hope, I hope it's the forest mood of Endor and every character's oh there. God. They're all having a big, fall, like just come in, all characters from all <laughs> movies and TV come in with everything for a big party, like Game Master Anthony. <laughs> one. Uh, you know what? Why not? Just everyone's back. BB BB eight is dancing with the Death Sticks kid. And yeah, yeah. That's Elon cooking, cooking with the quarter portion man, and Darth Maul is there. Darth Sidious is there. Wow. All the Force ghosts are making appearances. We're yeah. talking. Everyone's getting along. Luke, we're talking everyone's Yoda. They're along. all having a great time. Hayden. Han Solo's there. Both versions of Han Solo are there. Both versions of Han. Both Solo versions are of Anakin there. are there. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Jake Lloyd Anakin is also there. The guys who fly now are there, right? We're excited for that. The, the, oh, yeah, the they, the they fly now stormtroopers <laughs> are all there. Uh, Jetpacks have only been canon in Star Wars since forever, so <laughs> yeah, that's surprising. The, they'll call it back, uh, though, in a fun way, though, because they'll be working the grill, and they'll be like, they fry now? And, and she, then everyone will wait, kind of who, is, that, is that what's his name? Uh, who's the Do- Poe Dameron? Poe Dameron. Oh, like, I thought it was Fry now. I thought it was going to be uh, who runs the uh, Dexter. Oh, Dexter, Dexter, Dexter will also Dexter. be there. Uh, will Jubnuck be there? Maybe Jubnuck, Jubnuck is da- will be there. Jubnuck is going to be dancing with the Rancor. Jubnuck is the, the uh, Gamorrean guard. Yes. Uh, as, as I say it correctly, Gamorrean guard? Or Gamorrean. Gamorrean this, guard. One of the two. Gets eaten. That gets eaten yes. by Rancor. And then in. in so I, I got really mad uh, the other day. I brought this up to Wagger that wait he gets eaten by the Sarlacc. Yes, he gets eaten. He, no, he gets eaten by the oh this by guy the gets eaten by the Rancor and um and in old in old old canon yes in the old Star Wars canon he survived because he had metal plating on uh, Jubnuck and he so went he on, survived being in eaten his by the Rancor. For a they bit. cut they cut open. I think it was like a pop up book by yeah. by Star Wars. They cut open the Rancor and Jubnuck lived. Uh, he he survived getting eaten by the Rancor, but then the new guy who took over the the Star Wars uh, canon, he's yeah, they have a new d- canon master. Ca- canon the 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 Disney hired just like a star like a Star Wars. This super is different nerd. than the cr- creative committee, the it, Lucas committee. I believe so. Okay. Yes, and he, the new canon man said no, he's dead. He said the, the Jubnuck is die, which is what about Boba bullshit. Fett? Because in the old canon, he like crawls out of the Sarlacc. Yeah, thing. Boba Fett okay. has to be alive. Is my has to be alive. I mean, like he's got to be in this movie. Right? I mean, my, I think everyone's coming back. Is the thing. If, I don't know that it'll make much sense. If Boba Fett is in the new movie, that I I could see Boba Fett being a Mandalorian, but if he somehow plays into the new trilogy, that's so stupid. It's probably someone kept speculating. Like when it. is this coming out? You might like it. You're December nineteenth. So- this episode is coming out uh, in, okay. on December twelfth, and then the the Rise of Skywalker will be out in September nineteenth or December. 19th. Okay, someone um, was speculating time travel is involved. Sure, why Which, not? That would be yeah. Why sure, not? Why if not? Earth gets involved, then I, uh, I I I hate everything. Mitch took off his uh, his headphones and is standing. Oh, Mitch up. is leaving the room. <laughs> if Earth gets involved, that's his that's his biggest fear of is 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 humans, actual humans from Earth getting involved. But I don't think they're going to go that far. Uh, let's talk a little bit about donuts because I know you're, a, you're oh, like in yeah. the treat domain. You like donuts. I like a donut. What yeah. what are your favorite donut varietals? Oh, let's see. That's a great question. I really like a uh, glazed buttermilk, like the one that looks Ooh. like a, a brick or like a brick of oh, concrete. Oh, like the buttermilk bar. Yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Um, not the long bar, not the long not boy. Not the long You're bar. You're talking about the it, one, the it dense one. It looks like a mini like, yes. pound cake. You essentially eat a, a miniature cake for yeah, breakfast. Yeah, I love those ones. I totally agree with you. What about an uh, old-fashioned bar? What about some apple cider donuts? I like apple cider donuts. I That's mostly like... I never. I always think they're going to taste more like apple cider, yeah. but I think it's more for the texture. Is that right? It's more it's something a, like that. It's a. Oh, I'm sorry. All the Star Wars talk made me tired. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Just laid it on so thick. I'm really excited. Sorry, for, sorry. You got exhausted talking about your favorite subject. <laughs> what were you going to say? Jason? I'm really excited for Rise of the Resistance because we. That's mm. open in Florida. That's the big, like, yeah. huge e-ticket ride. It's yes. open in Florida now. It opens. Oh, it's already open in Florida. Yes, it's opening in Anaheim uh, soon, uh, mid-January. What's the assessments from Florida? What's the early uh, intel? It's supposed to be great. Wow, it's, it's supposed to be great. Uni- oh, I would say universally positive. Could some. Lukewarm responses, and I don't say Luke because of Luke Skywalker. Mm. Uh, some Han warm responses because it's a, it's <laughs> to the Millennium Falcon ride. 
ride. Yeah, the Millennium Falcon ride, I think it might be hard if you, I mean, a big immediate criticism was uh, if if you're not a native English speaker, they're giving you all the instructions in English. Oh, that's mm. tricky. Stuff lights up. But even if basic, you are- Basic, rather. They're giving yeah. you instructions in basic. Yeah, galactic basic, yeah. sure. Um, <laughs> but even if you're not well-versed in video games, yes. uh, I think- you you might be a little overwhelmed by it. Got it. Um, supposedly there are other missions in the works. Like they would change it up a little more. That'd but be fun. I think the verdict is like yeah, focus focus more on it, making it a ride. Star Tours is better. I like Star Tours. Star Tours is just better. Like I don't. Hopefully that ride has the capability of moving more than the Star Tours ride, and like is more, can move around better than yeah. the Star Tours ride. Because right now, if it can't. That ride is just a bummer to me. I, I I just went there with family. I was in Disney World over the mm-hmm. Thanksgiving break, and I didn't say anything about the ride until we all rode it, and I was like, I don't like it very much. And almost everyone agreed that it was not a, not that great of a ride. It's a bummer. I, I think for me, I have not ridden it yet, um, mm-hmm. but I don't love the interactive element because it stresses me out a little mm. bit and yeah. I want to just sort of relax and enjoy the ride. Like, I don't want to be doing the work. We were supposed to do a Disney month. We never did it. We'll do yeah, it well, at some point. Well, and then podcast no, the ride fine. started. Then yeah, we're kind of we'll intruding in their territory. No, they're going to come and do it with us. Okay, we could do like a crossover month. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, God. I sure. mean, well, I'm still bummed about Mantoberfest getting canceled. It's <laughs> <laughs> really looking forward to the taste of human flesh. But here's here are some yeah. sugar cookies from the Mickey's very Thank you. Mickey's very. Uh, oh, they're individually wrapped. They Mitch, are individually wrapped with fun. some frisbee tosses of. And I gave you guys. I took the sugar fucked cookies. up broken one. Um, that's okay. These, I mean, this one kind of splintered when you threw it onto the table from across the room. Well, sorry, why? That's what okay. I'm excited say? for the sh- the sugar cookie. I will say, and I'm not going to crinkle this wrapper right now. Uh, but the there we've had so much sugar today. Like we had like a huge yeah. amount of sugar. We're going to have a little bit more in a bit. Mm. But we, ha- we this is like I don't know if I can take a sugar cookie right now. I need, might need a way to make. I just it. Do you want me to eat it? It's not very good. Oh, that's a bummer. I, I, en- I enjoyed it the night of. Jason, you can try it if you like. Sure. But these were handed. This was a very. Fun, if you're having it with cocoa, then I think it's a little different. The these were ones that Mickey gave you. This, yeah, Mickey himself <laughs> from his white gloved hand. Yeah. into your. Here uh, you go, Mitch. That's what he said. Your hands as big as mine. <laughs> You better like this fucking Star Wars movie. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> I'm take a bite now. These are from Mickey's very special Christmas parade. It's a little lemony. Mm. Which I don't mind. Yeah, it does have a lemon. Too, a little too lemony. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's okay. It's not a bad cookie. Um, to get back to the donut question. Yes, um, please. I like a glazed buttermilk. I like, um, like a raised... Boston cream mm. kind of donut. I like that. Oh uh, cake donuts much more common out here in L.A. Yes. Uh, I love L.A.'s culture of like mom and pop donut shops. Oh, wonderful. Uh, really great. I'm happy Dunkin' Donuts is out here, too. We had Dunkin' Donuts pretty much everywhere where I grew yeah. up. Mitch, you know what that's like. I love it. Um, one opened up uh, down the street from me, uh, from my childhood home when I was in like elementary school and that was pretty much kids birthdays were taken care of. Like moms wow. would show up with like a couple cartons of munchkins. Yeah. Everyone gets two. That's fun. Easy cleanup, easy, no mess, you know, that's I, munchkins were, that's a munchkins are fun. Munchkins Still, if you take, fun. if you take munchkins to a party, that's a fun time. That's a, uh, Donut holes are my current like go to like the, oh, I like the full texture. I like the texture of like you get all of it. Do you one shot them? Uh, I guess it depends. We were uh, we went strange question. You, 
What do you one shot a donut? You're hole? just a strange man. That's a no. That's a reasonable question. I know. I get it. It's just strange. I think it depends because like Duncan makes them. Duncans are very one shotable. Yes, but like um, Randy's donuts, they're a little puffier. They're, they're a little more, bigger. Yeah. You need a few bites. A little more heft. Uh, let us know if you uh, eat your your donuts in one shot. Hashtag hole in one, or hashtag half hole. I thought you were gonna do Han shot first sort of deal, but that's a. Uh... That's too complicated to stretch that out. Uh, we were just talking about Star Wars. I don't know. I thought a, I thought a Han shot for hashtag Han ate first. <laughs> oh, here's my biggest uh, donut hot take. Yes, uh, I, uh, Duncan. I really like the glazed chocolate cake ones. Yes, I don't like them anywhere else because they usually take too, taste too much like the oil they're fried in. Yes, I agree but with Duncan. That. They're very Ooh. clean. You get the flavor very well, and they're always consistent. I love a chocolate frosted donut. That became my go-to donut. Yeah, it's a chocolate frosted. And uh, I still like a jelly every so often, but they're they're heavy now. I like the Munchkin jellies a lot. Yeah, those are very good. Uh, and Munchkins are just the sort of thing if they're fresh and 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 you can tell they're fresh, they're great. And if they're a little old, they suck. And <laughs> it's a bummer if you get them. Uh, going back to I just say more of the cooking. I'm mad at myself. Go ahead. Uh, going back to Mickey's very Christmas parade or yes. whatever. Uh, shouldn't there be more Christmas mazes? Kind of like how there's Halloween mazes. Well, there. Yeah, I know they took the Christmas out of Mickey's Christmas parade. <laughs> I'm saying there should be mazes, like how I'm, like at, at the Halloween oh, mazes time. specifically. I know there is one big uh, noticeable absence at these Christmas parties. <laughs> it's called the reason for the season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't want any God-specific mazes or a baby Jesus maze. I, I'm just saying, what? Why? Why doesn't Disney do like a Nightmare Before Christmas maze or a? How jarring would it be to see a Jesus Christ on a float, like next to like Princess Jasmine and like Nemo? What the fuck is going on? Is he part of the Disney universe now? A big fleshy looking baby? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Giant baby Jesus mascot. Oh, yeah, it would have to be baby Jesus if right. it was Christmas. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just doing that the entire, that's an SNL sketch. That's a great SNL sketch, the crying baby Jesus. Uh... What's it called? The uh, what's the setup with the when I haven't you, seen the, it. The manger, you know, what the I'm manger. Saying? Yeah, what do you no, mean? But what is that? What is that setup called again? The, the when you put it, the you nativity put, scene, nativity yeah. scene, mm. and it has the crying baby Jesus, and it, like it, the baby is crying. You don't remember this SNL sketch? No, I don't think I've seen. I don't it. remember this one. Oh boy. Anyways, why why isn't there a ma- there should be mazes at Disney? There should be. Yeah, I know for Halloween this year they had like treat trails that you would mm. go through and like get different candies and stuff. Okay. So they could do that with like Christmas treats. Well, I could see. Yeah, apparently it's a big hit. Why are you so big on mazes? I, I'm just because at the Halloween time, Universal makes a bunch of scary mazes. Right. There's enough Christmas properties that you could do some sort of fucking Christmas maze. But they don't really do because they do a Mickey's Halloween thing too, right? And they, they, there's like a there's like a seasonal thing. They don't really do mazes there. It's more That's not really Disney's thing. Yeah. yeah. It's more like kind of fun. They're, they're, they're not, it's not like a maze. They don't have room. They don't real estate for the mazes. Why, there. why? Why? Why does Halloween get the mazes? You know what I mean? Why doesn't Christmas get a maze? I think in um, Dis- is it Hong Kong Disneyland? They have full scary mazes with oh like wow fucking alice in wonder like tim burton alice in wonderland but they're all horrifying looking that's cool that more horrifying great. looking than johnny depp man had her already is. <laughs> <laughs> he's cool he is cool he's very cool what is the wait so are you're saying you're lobbying for mazes 
But I don't even think mazes have any sort of tie to Christmas. All right. That's my issue. Fine. Well, they have a big tie. I guess Halloween, yeah, they're scary like what, mazes. Like, what's going to happen? You're going to go around the corner of a maze, and like an elf is going to jump out and scare That's you? That's fun. No, no, you don't have to get scared. So they just like, jumps out and like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be weird. That's fun. You're walking around the Nightmare Before Christmas maze. That's fun. Happy holidays. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> Merry coffee. That's great. What's wrong with that? I guess there's nothing wrong with it. It just it doesn't really have a strong connection. It's very immersive. All right, fine. All right. No, never mind. No, you won me over. It's fine. They they should do a Whoville maze at Universal. Yeah. They should do some Christmas. They should do some other. They should do a Minion Christmas maze there. I'd there have a go. lot of fun doing That's that. That's fun. Yeah. Goo would be upset at the minions because they're like got into the Christmas lights and they drank all the eggnog. This is perfect. Yeah, this sounds great. Scary all right, minions maze would be great for Halloween Horror Nights. That would be such a hit. That would be Ooh. a lot if of they fun. Could convince Illumination to do that. Yeah, they should do that. They should do some more lighthearted stuff. I got a yeah. question. That's too spooky for me. Is the Mario movie coming out? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't have any insider info. Illum- I assume so. The Illumination. I don't know. You you love the minions and stuff. I figured maybe you'd have some some sort. Is of- that happening? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure they out. They supposedly have been working on it. It was they, were, they made some announcements. I mean, I don't have any inside intel. I do. I you know, I'm worried that they're gonna release a Mario trailer and mm. it's gonna be Sonic all over again. They're gonna have to do a redesign due to his ultra realistic teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's gonna be upset by it. Let's go. That's that's Mario. <laughs> also vo- voiced by Ben Schwartz. He just does all video game characters now. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel mm. like they're gonna. Nintendo is so protective of Mario as a property. Yeah, like it was such a thing to even get them to have Donkey Kong in pixels, yeah. and that's a pretty good scene actually. I think that I like the don- I, the Donkey Kong scene is like one of the few one of the scenes I, I think works in pixels. Couple a couple it's of cool fun sequence. moments in pixels. Yeah, but the uh, but they I like they're so protective of Mario that I think they're going to get it. I feel like they're going to get it right when they do it, but it might be mm. a little while. They're um. I mean, Universal Hollywood has already uh, started. They're pretty far along building Super Nintendo World. Right. On the lower lot. Damn. That's that's exciting. Japan's getting it first, of course. Yeah. But that's, that's going to be bad. There's going to be a Mario Kart ride. Is that correct? Yeah, there's going to be a Mario Kart ride. Um, I I don't know. That might be it for Hollywood. But really? Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a restaurant and shops and stuff. Um, I don't know if there's a second ride coming. Just to one Hollywood. ride? I mean, it's supposed to be very good. There might be a Donkey Kong thing. Florida is going to have a giant Super Nintendo world because yeah, Universal's yeah. building a whole third park, and that's going to be a big land. Oh, in that's it. fun! What do they do? They just build it on like a gator swamp, shoo the gators away. Uh, I believe it is technically a uh, former toxic waste dump. <laughs> oh, uh, across from the convention center by oh I four. Yeah, isn't the, isn't isn't one of the isn't one of the Disney water parks? Par- oh God, Disney water parks. Just abandoned now, isn't it? Like, uh, there yeah, was... they find they're finally bulldozing it because they're building a hotel on oh, that River wow. Country, USA. River Country, and what, yeah. what, 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 what sort of disease? What was it? There was like some sort of uh, weird. I think it was a brain parasite. <laughs> really? Is is what's confirmed? What happened was it was like an old swimming hole themed water park that mm. was fed with fresh water. I wonder if I went there at some point, because I went to Disney World as a kid. Hmm, this is going to start making some sense to me. <laughs> that I'm brain responsible parasite. for the brain parasite. If, you, if we removed the brain, brain parasite, you'd be like, hey, buddy. Hey, man, how are you? <laughs> oh, my God. Weiger has a personality. <laughs> he can do different facial expressions. <laughs> I um, And recognize other people's facial expressions. 
<laughs> so we had a we, no. I, I went to a water park as a at, at Disney. This is a Disney World park. Yes. Yeah. Disney I mean, World it, water park. It was open from seventy six to two thousand one. So that was probably the one I went to in like the late eighties when I went as a child. I probably went to this park too in the eighties. Yeah. yeah. So uh, any, either one of us could have had this brain parasite. It would make sense for either of us. Yeah, you either went to that or like a newly opened Typhoon Lagoon. Mm. Oh, I think I actually might have gone to Typhoon. Wait, was Typhoon Lagoon a Six Flags one? Or is no, that, that's, that's, a a, that's a Disney one. That's that also has Disney. Like the, fake, the, the fake mountain with the, um, the boat, the sh- fishing shrimp boat. Fuck, I, through it. I have very low, very few memories of this vacation except for crying on Big Thunder <clears> Mountain. <throat> Um, fucking coward. Uh, getting uh, getting sick on the airplane. Jesus. Uh, buying a Dick Tracy uh, uh, rain slicker that I was then just then too embarrassed to wear. Um, and then God. Uh, the something malfunctioned with the shower, and I got scalded by hot water. And my I like like my parents were just, and I was like screaming, and my parents were just like, "Open the door, open the door!" And then I opened the door, and my whole family saw me naked. Wow, did you go to Disney World or Banksy's Dismaland? Because <laughs> that's a wow, that's a lot on one trip. Yeah, I'm just thinking of your fucking dad bringing you like oh, I'm sick of the plane, and then you get there and you fucking cry on Thunder Mountain, yeah, get scolded by hot water. He must have been so fucking pissed. Yeah, he's just angry the whole time. He that's must- why. That's why dads are dads on these vacations are just miserable. If you watch dads like toting around like three like kids with them they're just like so stressed out so pissed off did you do your, do your parents because we went to disney world and i was reminded that when i was little i threw a tantrum because i didn't want to change rooms mm. and uh i get made fun of for it to this day i oh, was like yeah. seven years old yeah and they still bring this up do they still give you are they like hey remember we all saw you naked no i think they no, I didn't know. No one brings that Maybe up. Maybe he wouldn't have scalded himself. He wore that stupid fucking slicker we spent so much money on. When your parent, when you open the door and, you, and everyone saw you naked, did you start sucking your own dick in front of them? <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic, I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, Wags, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. 
And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Lux mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix mm-hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. Spoonman, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money, and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, They'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. Well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up. It can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? A lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym for your mind. You get the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. 
Welcome back to Doughboys. We're here with Jason Sheridan. This week's chain, Ample Hills Creamery. I just I want to go back to the Disney thing for a second. <laughs> <laughs> we we t- our break was ten minutes long. Been ruminating on this. Well, whole first time. of all, fresh water in a the in a water park is right. such an insane idea. Yeah. Well, it was on uh, the Magic Kingdom is by um, Bay Lake and Crescent Lake. That's what all the the hotels sit on those bodies of water, mm-hmm. um, and they just drew from that, I believe, to uh, fill River Country. Wow. But I think they were going for the the old swimming hole aesthetic, mm. including the water. Yeah, that's fucking nasty. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I've been in some old swimming holes. I don't love it. I used to go on those in Boy Scouts. They're just kind of always kind of gross. You went in old swimming holes. Yeah, I went in old swimming holes. Yeah, I went the, in some the, old swimming holes. I, I went in old swimming holes, but that feels like a very East Coasty thing. I, no, they're out here. Yeah, I mean they're not as they're not as old. I feel like all the water out here, like in 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 the swimming holes, is like dead, like su- such dead water. It's all salt in the sea, ass water. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like uh it's a, like a like a there's there it's just like a very dry desert like place so it just feels like sitting water or You're something. saying there's better fresh water on the East Coast just due to your general uh, assertion of hometown supremacy. I'm not even going to say that cuz I think that I think that there is West Coast but I'm saying California specifically or in Los Angeles area like the oh there's a dog barking. Mm. He thinks you know he knows there's cats in here. You think so? He wants to get a Wally and Irma, chase him around. I'll fucking destroy that dog. He's, he's, he's like, Wally and Irma's in there, dinner and dessert. <laughs> I'll fucking knock that dog's teeth out. <laughs> You're going to punch a dog? No, I'll punch the dog right in the head. <laughs> I don't know, boy, I don't think this is going gonna to help the It becomes podcast. after Wally and Irma? Yeah, I guess if you had to defend your cats from the dog and you had no choice but to punch him, you'd have Why to punch him. Why are cats them. always the villains? Because they're devious. No, they're not. They're always up to something. Is this what success does to a person? Like, bitch's <laughs> death wish dog fighting fantasies? Like Charles Bronson. Yeah, like Charles Bronson. <laughs> Going around extracting vengeance on all the dogs that have wronged you. I like dogs, but mm-hmm. I'm saying if they're going to try to eat Wally and Irma, I'm going to knock them out. I'm going to okay. knock their teeth out. And I won't kill okay. them. Okay. But I'm just saying that they're gonna have, they're gonna, they're gonna, it's gonna be hard for them to eat treats without mm. their teeth. Well, I hope if you do uh, punch a dog that they. <laughs> <laughs> that they that some a rescue foundation takes care of them. Jesus Christ! Because you're turning pr- it real. I was just having fun with a dog that's trying to eat Wally and Irma. Mind I think you. people are going to be d- disturbed by the image of you punching a dog. Hey, this is an <laughs> evil dog who's trying to eat Wally and Irma. So like a Cerberus. I, I'll give you license to punch Cerberus. All right, fine. I'm gonna punch Cerberus. Okay, great. Man, I've heard of comedians doing a lot of narrative writing their head, but this is like next level shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love dogs. I yeah, love, I love dogs. dogs too. I'm a dog dude. No, you, you're not a dog. Dude. I am a dog. You dude. don't. Oh, first of all, you got bit in the face by a dog as a boy. I still, and I came to love them. I'm not fantasizing about punching them in the head. I, I'm, if they were gonna eat Wally and Irma, if you were gonna eat Wally and Irma, I punch you in the head too. Hmm, maybe I will. <laughs> I'll punch you in the fucking head. <laughs> Good. That's how I want to go. <laughs> you want to die that yeah. way? I'm gonna get clobbered by your massive fists. <laughs> You know, that's going to be a real problem, you guys. If you ever try to book Alf on this show, it's going to be eyeballing Wally and Irma left and right. Uh, can I use the bathroom, Mitch? <laughs> no, Alf. All right. Is that how Alf sounds? It's close enough. Pretty close. Yeah. Our, our listeners were born in 1990. They don't know what that reference Fine. is. Fine. Forget the whole dog scenario, yes. which is you're the one who, who started this whole thing. If Alf came in here, he tried to eat Wally and Irma, I'd fucking knock his teeth out. Okay, uh, good. Yeah, that's fine. You can punch out. You're tra- you're making me- you're making it weird. You're making it seem no, like I'm sort of monster. Out, that's fine. 
I'll punch Alf and knock his teeth out. Do you have some perverse uh, psychosexual fantasy about punching Alf? <laughs> then you can act that out if, if the situation presents itself. Uh, Ample Hills Creamer was founded in founded in Brooklyn remember in 2011. I sent, remember I sent get you and Gabrus a that guy who who drew Alf on his dick. <laughs> that was a good text. I liked receiving it. Yeah, because oh, I know what I was gonna say. Yeah, uh, this is my impression of you of a uh, eight year old Wagger at the the water park. Hey, buddy, you should go in the water so I can see the outline of your hog in your bathing suit. <laughs> You're God. <laughs> So as a prepubescent child, I was just eager to see. Well, I'm a little behind hogs. on the show, guys. I didn't realize this new direction <laughs> you've taken. I, I just want to say that yeah. I love animals. I would never hurt an animal. But sure. if an animal is coming after my cat, you don't think that I have the right to, to not kill them, but get them away from my cat? Yes, to to dis, to subdue them. Yes. I get it, yeah. I'm not going to punch his teeth out. All right, Mitch, all you've right, got... Bye. All right, you get to stand your ground. Are you happy? <laughs> That's what you're clearly getting at, all right? You're talking about my best friends, Wally and Irma. Yeah. You're talking about them getting eaten up like snacks. Your That's... best friends are two cats? Your cats? Yes. I love my cats. I mean, it's nice that you think of them as your friends and not as your children. I mean, they're a little bit of both. Okay. I love them. Okay. Your best friends are your son and daughter, Wally and Irma. I haven't seen I haven't seen them in a long time. When I came back, they've been very sweet to me. You're the... very protective. You love your cats. I You're do. an animal lover. Mm-hmm. In this scenario, which is implausible, you maybe what took it a little far, but that's okay. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Ample Hill Screamer was founded in. Brooklyn I'm not a dog 20... puncher. <laughs> I don't punch dogs. <laughs> All right, Ample Hills. I don't punch dogs. No. I mean, you punch hot dogs down your throat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> amen. <laughs> I'm speaking Sheridan's language. Now. Yeah, you're, oh, you're yeah. a big hot dog fan. I love hot dogs. Would you say that's yeah. one of your favorite savory uh, savory foods? Uh maybe. Yeah, I would say so. What? How do you one like your How do you like I, your dogs? Hmm. Uh, I think uh, mustard relish raw onions. Ooh, that's a that's a great classic combo. Like a classic combo. I like a Chicago dog. Like a I don't really like tomatoes. For hot dogs. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, so I usually get get that without it. Here's my, here's my thing. Mm-hmm. McDonald's. I mean, I'll toss Burger King in there. Wendy's. One of you guys get a hot dog going. Burger King try. Burger King try. I it didn't wasn't very have good. It, yeah. But it, yeah. It didn't look. Great. Yeah, I, I would Why love it. Why not? Just get a hot dog, right? I mean, like a burger and a dog? I think they look at the big hot dog chains and what, what are out there. I mean, Sonic, Wiener Schnitzel, these aren't top-tier chains. These are chains that maybe yeah. have some trouble. Yes. You know, I mean, That's Sonic what I'm saying. is One of the beloved, big ones. One of the big ones should do it. I think they just sort of see that people aren't looking for hot dogs as fast food anymore. Hot dogs mm. are more of like a backyard grill or like a carnival treat. Sure. You or, know? Or, or, it's, or yeah. it's like elevated. It's like the elevated hot dog. Yes, yeah, like, like like the gastropub hot dog. You're seeing a lot of these artisan sausage places. Mm. And I think for some places to expand, as we'll probably get into uh, in this, uh, you, to really expand you either need a company that helps restaurants expand or you need venture capital money. right yeah are you a are you let, let's start a little hot one more question yeah. about hot dogs corn dogs where do you stand oh i love corn dogs yeah especially disneyland corn dogs those are good are like ones the best those golden fire truck ones yeah the little little truck the little red truck yeah do you do you dip your corn dogs and what do you dip them in uh ketchup or mustard oh yeah both good choices my big tip on the disneyland corn dogs is just order it a la carte because you're paying mm. like an extra dollar fifty two bucks for like chips or dried out apple slices, mm, and you don't need those. You don't need those. Yeah, 
So, uh, yeah, I like corn dogs. I'm a big sausage guy, too, like bratwurst. Oh, yeah, okay. I ate a lot of Italian sausage growing up. Mm. Very Italian area. Right. Philly suburbs. I'm a horn dog for corn dogs. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen to that, my man. Uh, so, uh, moving on from, from corn dogs and hot dogs to ice cream. Ooh. This week's chain, Ample from Hill Ice Cream. From, from hot to cold. From hot to cold. Something with hot in the name to mm-hmm. something with cold in the name, Wags. Founded in Brooklyn in 2011, as I mentioned, mostly clustered in the greater New York area, but there are locations in L.A. and Disney World and Miami. Uh, pop culture flavors are a part of, of its identity. Here's here's a few flavors I pulled up. They had for, for Force Awakens, they had the light side, which had Chewbacca on it with his bowcaster, mm. and uh, the dark oh, side, which had, which had Kylo Ren wow. with, his, uh, with his lightsaber. And then this one, this is one you'll love. This is one all of us will love. Uh, they came out with some for the 2016 election, uh, the Hillary flavor, Madam President, and the flavor for Donald Trump, Make America Orange Again, which I find appropriate for the man I characterize as the orange buffoon. I'm kind of confused by that. They did a Trump one and said, "Make America Orange Again." Yeah, he's like scowling on it, and oh, Madam okay. President ba- is on it, and she's bad. like, she's okay. like, looks stalwart. Okay. Yeah, they're saying like he looks, he looks very pissed off to be on this ice cream container. Yeah, that new Star Wars ride. I'm very. I had to leave Disney World early. I was going to ride it. Yeah, and. I think that the ride does look awesome. It has some yeah. of the new Disney Star Wars, like it's very Disney Star Wars focused. Yeah. You're referring to Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance has right. like a lot of uh like uh like of those characters. But mm-hmm. I, st- I, I, hey, if the ride is great, I'll, 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 I'll very much enjoy the ride. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in going and, and seeing what it's all about. And I also play the the Star Wars video game, fucking rules, by the way. Yeah, the new Star Wars video game. So, so I'm, not, you, I'm not, a, I'm not a full hater. I, I want to like a lot of this stuff. You'll tolerate some Snap Wexley depending on the context. Sure. Uh, so let's go ahead and speaking of these topical, these topical flavors they have. Let's open up this Spider-Man one, which is one of their current, uh, uh, their current ones that we pulled from the cold case when we were there earlier today. We figured we give this one a taste on the fly and just sort of see how it, uh, it treats us. Uh, Sheridan, you have the the you have it in front of you. What is the flavor specifically from the Spider-Man? I know it's got cherry sure. pie. Sure, this is a sweet cream ice cream with swirls of cherry pie filling and pieces of. Uh, house-made flaky crust. I'll say that sounds delightful. Yeah. I think that the name Aunt May's Cherry Pie is weird. You mean because it makes you think of Aunt May's vulva? <laughs> yes. The part where, her, am I a, am the part where uh, Peter Parker's cousin came out of... <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a little comic strip on the pint that establishes yes. like Aunt May bacon pie. She's talking to someone. She's talking to... Is she talking to Uncle Ben? Is she saying, try a piece I'll of my cherry? I'll see you cherry- soon, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you. I miss you. This cherry pie is getting warm for you. <laughs> There's, they're not around any visible pie. <laughs> yeah. I can't it's- wait till we're together again in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch will protect us from Cerberus. Is his name Cerberus? Cerberus. Cer- Cerberus. Yeah. Cerberus. I don't know how you pronounce it exactly. I'm not some fucking classicist. What do you expect from me? Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay, J- Sheridan is digging in, getting himself a healthy spoonful out of this pint. Yeah, it still looks pretty, pretty hard. It's st- it does look pretty. Boy, hard. that was a man-sized bite. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who knows his treats. What do you think? He's, he's thinking. It's on good. It. Yeah, I do like it. The cherry flavor is very good. Um, yeah, it's very cherry, very heavy cherry flavor. Uh, let me take a look Ooh, at okay. this one. Mm. So the comic. Okay. I am Peter Parker. I am from Queens. My Aunt May raised me. She makes the meanest cherry pie in the five boroughs. One day on a field trip for school, I got bit by a radioactive spider and everything changed. Wait, so this is his origin story? 
His origin his story, origin story is on this ice cream also, container. I, on May, most famous for making wheat cakes. Like, that's what she would make in the 60s comics. <laughs> you would come Ugh. down for, like, for school in the morning. It's like, I've got your wheat cakes ready, Peter. Yeah, this ice cream is bullshit. There should be a wheat cake should flavor. wheat cake. <laughs> um, will you hand me a spoon? Will you hand a spoon to the spoon man? <laughs> my spidey sense alerts me to danger. I can cling to buildings and swing through the caverns of the city with ease, but with great power comes great responsibility. I use mine to protect the city. I am Spider-Man. Very little to do with Aunt May's yeah, cherry pie And here. a lot of the origin story, which everyone knows. Yeah, a little a little tangential. I would have liked a a little uh, cherry pie guy den there. So was I this, let me see exactly here, written on. by Alan Moore. <laughs> This is when he comes back to corporate <laughs> comics and writing the ice cream pints. I'm going to take a bite of this. Um, I saw these when I was at the Ooh, store. Nice. They had the, the the pints in the Ample Hill store, and, and there is Captain America and Black Panther ones, too. I believe the Black Panther is uh, Black Raspberry. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that right? Um, I don't remember what the Captain America one was, but um, this all kind of, like, I was reading about it, because I can uh, not not be on a podcast without doing research, right? And um, uh, you and me both, brother. Uh, it it the reason it's at Disney World is apparently they got a write up in the Wall Street Journal. Okay, Bob Iger saw it, ordered some of the ice cream, and said, "This is the best ice cream I've ever had." Wow! Do you want to come? Do you want to have a location in Disney World? And I think they had space opening up at the board. It's on the um, boardwalk at the Boardwalk Hotel, right on the water. I ate there uh, a few weeks ago when I was in Orlando, uh, three minutes before closing. Uh, the the scooper was a member of the Disney College program from Ithaca College. Mitch wow. is an, uh, Mitch wow. and I's very alum. Uh, wow. Yeah. We kind of buried the lead here that you guys are both Ithaca grads. Yeah, we went, to, we went to college. Uh, of course, my most important schooling was Nick Weiger was my Sketch 101 teacher. Yeah. Huh. Uh, <laughs> That's where I learned about the real world. We both went to Ithaca College, a frozen wasteland of a of an a area. A frozen wasteland, yeah. Sometimes it snows so much and it's so windy, it feels like the snow is coming at you sideways. Yes, it's a it's, it's freezing cold yeah. up there. I stepped away and from we the were, microphone for a second. I I did have Sheridan as a sketch yeah, student, were, a very very funny writer as you, you would expect. But I forget a lot of the times that I taught uh, like sketch at UCB for like a year plus. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You were a great teacher. Oh, God bless you. And, Thank you for saying that. You both were uh, early, big supporters of mine. Very encouraging to me when we, I started at UCB. We, well, we both. Well, we, yes, because we were at Ithaca. This uh, we crossed over at Ithaca. Yeah, we crossed over a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what year did you graduate? Were you uh, 2007? 2007. All right, yeah. yeah. I thought so. Um, and I was 2005. And why you were 98, 97? <laughs> I actually did graduate from high school in 1998. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but college at DNP. I didn't pass. Um, so, wait, so you had a... I thought you were going to say DMB. I was going to be on board. <laughs> That's what I was doing in college, listening to DMB. Wait, so so you you mentioned you did some research, but you were you pitched Ample Hills to us. I pitched Ample Hills, yes. So this is a place you've been a few times. I've been a few times, yeah. I I but I I read a bit. I learned about it from like following the theme park news and like oh, there's this place Ample Hills. It's an ice cream chain from Brooklyn, and they're opening at the Boardwalk, which is like one of the nicest hotels, right? And a very charming little uh, boardwalk area, right? Stayed by there one night when I was uh, when I was in Disney World. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. nice, right? It it's, all comes from Bob Iger, then. Uh, yeah, gone. 
Yeah, Bob Iger, speak of the devil, also an Ithaca, also an Ithaca alum. Ithaca wow, alum was in my like television radio program. And, and, and he, I, he also he also had Weiger as a sketch teacher. <laughs> sure. That's true. Iger was Iger liked to go dark, which <laughs> was a thing I tried to steer him away from. You know, going blue so much, but he just had a lot you gotta of like, earn really. It. You know? Yeah, you, you really gotta, gotta earn, earn it. it, and he was just gonna creep out the audience with some of these sketches. I'm torn on Ithaca alums. There's some that I like, and some I. Iger, I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah, I feel like CCH I am, Pounder, I like. Hey, great, great actor. Yeah. Um, what were you gonna say? I feel like I unlocked a lot about Iger when I when I learned that he also did the television radio program and mm. then was a weather person in Utica, and I was like, oh, he mm. has that aura of like people I would see in school who like came in at 17 and was like, I'm going to be a newscaster. And I'm right. Like, okay. And then all they did for four years was like the, the news, the news program at school. And then when they graduated, they became a newscaster. And I was like, all right, man, that's cool. that, that is, that is their Ithaca is very, I mean, Ithaca is strange in many ways. It but was, that is I started the- college months after we invaded Iraq. So I wasn't like really jazzed on the news at the time. Like right. I wasn't really jazzed on the media at the time. Yeah. 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 It was, it, it was, I think it was a Iger. That was a different time. We were all just so eager to get Saddam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're all demanding. We're all <laughs> Our troops yeah, get in they, there. I did do like just basically reading reworded AP copy on like radio news breaks. Yeah. And then once, once a fucking sophomore sent out like, guys, I know, finals are coming up but we need to be serious about this i was like no fuck this no i'm out of here you are 19 years old you are not talking to me like like some middle man this is insane guys yeah, come on andy um, daly also an ithaca grad yeah, andy, andy, oh, andy, andy secunda it's funny yeah, andy, yeah. Secunda. andy secunda great dude mm-hmm. he was on the podcast before uh let, let's uh let, so ample hills i, I want to dig in a little bit more uh, uh, we so this place, this place, it's. I guess it's very, very popular in the New York area. Like, yeah. like, like lines out the door. You know, at the Brooklyn Original, sometime. You know, sure. I don't know if it's still like that, but there was a time where this was a huge sensation, and it's and it's expanded very rapidly there. Um, when we went to the and for and I want to shout out Nicole Byer, who is a huge Ample Hills fan, and mm-hmm. and introduced this chain to us originally, uh, as my lovely wife Natalie reminded us. Uh, but. Uh, which I was shocked that she listens to the podcast. Yeah, she I, she shouldn't. She should have better things to do with her time. Uh, I'll try to get her on podcast the ride. She'll like that one more. Um, <laughs> Is it one of the only times that she can hear you talking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, Mitch, we are creamsmen. I am the dairy dude. We love ice cream. Uh, yeah. It's been a little while since we reviewed an ice cream chain. We went to this place, and it was quiet as a tomb. There, there was, was no, no one, one there. there. Yeah. Yeah, and was that your experience? That mere your experience at the Los Angeles location? It was just me and a couple scoopsmen. Yeah, a couple scoopsmen and women uh, when I was there. It was a Sunday at five o'clock and fifty nine degrees out. So right, fair and, enough. And we went. We're recording this on a Tuesday, and we went Tuesday at like six thirty p.m. So you know, yeah. it's not primo scooping hours, but it was pretty. You know, there were there was there were two other customers there. We were the only par- car in the parking lot in a mm. neighborhood that doesn't have a lot of parking. It's the parking lot is huge. I couldn't believe that there was a parking yeah. lot here. It's a, it's on Hillhurst Avenue. It's a converted house. It seems it's like a this converted location. house. Do you know about the house? No. no. The house is the former uh, office of the pediatrician. I forget his name. Is it Robert Fleiss? Heidi Fleiss's father. Wow. wow. It used to be his. He was a, a, a pediatrician. It used to be his practice. Wow. That's Hollywood crazy. man of uh, Heidi Fleiss. Wow. What a bananas connection to 
a place that now serves frozen bananas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a stretch, but I was like, it felt like hey, I should justify this somehow. That's insane. That's really, really weird. Uh, so the, the, the location is very cool, yes. especially now that it's around the holidays and it's lit up like a little. Uh, oh, like they did a great job res- uh, preserving that house. Oh yeah, it, it looks, looks great. great. It, it looks, looks awesome. awesome. Yeah, the location looks great. It's it's a lot of fun inside. The you know they've they've got a lot of great signage involving a bunch of your animal friends. You know your typical mm-hmm. farm animals. The cow is featured pretty prominently, as you might expect, because of its the milk base of so many of its desserts. Uh, the employees you mentioned, the scoopsmen. Um, they were great. Yeah. They were yeah. so, so, they were first off eager to see us. Like, mm-hmm. they were happy to see us. They were happy to give us a ton of samples. Uh, oh, you know the podcast, eh? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, we just saw two fat guys lumbering in out of breath. <laughs> Figured and dollar right signs went in, yeah, your, yeah. <laughs> went in your eyes. Um, so they gave us a they gave us a number of tastings. They gave us some guidance for which different flavors to try. And one of the flavors I try ended up going with. This is apparently one of their signatures. I got two scoops on a pretzel cone. My first scoop was ooey gooey butter cake. Uh, I'll read the description. Our bestseller: This creamy vanilla ice cream is mixed with house house made gobs of St. Louis style ooey gooey butter cake. Uh, and um, this one is it, so it is just like a cake batter ice cream with chunks yeah. of cake inside. It's great. It's very, very good. It's rich. It's creamy. It's delicious. The bites of cake are are very scrumptious. It's a it's a it's a wonderful ice cream flavor, and you mm. get how you could build a brand off of this. The other flavor I got was the munchies because uh, I had the munchies, man. Um, and so this one's guaranteed. You were to not satisfy- high. He was not high, folks. As high as a kite. <laughs> Fucking smoking reefer the whole way there. I was in your car. I was chain smoking jazz cigarettes. I was in your electric car, and it didn't smell like anything. It smelled like a new car. Mm, yeah, well, I got a I got a new car air freshener to cover up all the fucking reefer I was smoking. <laughs> it was hot box in that bad boy. Dear God. So uh, this one, the Munchies, is a salty sweet concoction, which I love because I'm a big salty sweet guy. Are you a salty sweet guy? Uh, I am. If it's a uh, good quality. I mm. don't like the when when the like cheaper kind of like cookies or ice cream got like sea salt caramel. Oh, yes. That is it, it, gross. To, it comes back around to being gross. Yeah, mm. I get what you mean. But well, Ample Hills makes everything pretty much from scratch. Yeah, so. I think this was a good execution yeah. of it. It's it's pretzel infused ice cream with a mishmash of snacky mac- mix-ins. I'm reading their copy. Our house-made munchies mix of Ritz crackers, potato chips, pretzels, and crushed M&Ms. Oh. So it's like a sweet cream with a bunch of with a bunch of just different variety of 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 salty snacks in there that you wouldn't normally see in there. Um, and it's great. This is another flavor that was just like a fucking home run. I loved it. I loved how crunchy it was. I got this one on top and the ooey gooey butter cake on on bottom, which I thought was the right move. Um, and they all they like just like the the bits of just like random crunch, random salty crunch, like mm. worked really really well with the ice cream base. And then when I worked my way down to that pretzel cone, that pretzel cone, I don't know how fresh it was. I assume it was how it was made in house. It wasn't. It wasn't like made right in front of me, but it, it seemed pretty fresh. It tasted great. great. It was really good quality, and the salty exterior uh, with all the ice cream that had pooled in the bottom. It was just fucking great. This is just a dynamite ice cream cone. I, I loved every bite of it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mitch, what did you get? We we were there together. I got myself a Sunday Wags. Mm-hmm. Comes with two flavors. I got I got a, a brownie base, which they Sunday put, chocolate Sunday. You know that I've always I truly have always s- s- sang a parody song the same. I swear, 
I believe Sunday, you. brownie Sunday. Oh, Sunday, that's good. Sunday, brownie Sunday. <laughs> Come on, eat. Oh, I won't do the whole song, yeah. I guess. Boom, boom, boom. And so you put the cream on top. Wags, well, you can help me here. Uh, yeah, we should. Let's beat out this song parody that I started about a massacre during the Troubles. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's my people. Um. I got slancha. the slancha, uh, slancha. Uh, I got the uh, the flavor of record, which when I I run and read it, I'm a podcast head. I said record in my head. Yes, but it's the flavor of record. No, the re- only podcast this is connected to is Michael Barbaro's The Daily. <laughs> this one is made for a limited time in celebration of the New York Times Food Festival. That's the right. The flavor of record is what? is a sweet cream ice cream mixed with fudge swirls and our house made. Black and white cookies, black and white cookies being a New York staple. And let me tell you, this wasn't fake chews. <laughs> <laughs> this was uh this was the real deal, Wags. Wow. Uh, a treat as yeah, I iconically New York as the New York Times itself. What fucking bullshit this the whole thing is. Um This was good. I, I try, so I tried a bunch of I tried a bunch of samplings. This was the one that kind of Won me over a little bit. I also really liked the... There was a raspberry lime uh, ice cream, but I, I was going to get the Sunday, like I said. Yes. Yeah. But the raspberry lime one had booze in it. It had alcohol in it. Which, I, which I really liked. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. I saw the raspberry lime Ricky, right? Yeah. 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 And I'm no. a huge raspberry lime uh, Ricky guy, but the, there was there was booze in it. And I was going to try to do a couple different things. I was going to maybe do a cone, and I was like, yeah. I'm going to try to do more... Of like a chocolatey flavor. I'd asked. I asked if they would uh, microwave a big gulp cup for me of the raspberry lime one. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't do it. Um, where where is that? That oh the cher- the cherry lime Ricky. I think yes. maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one I got. Th- 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 I had I had this up in the other page, but chocolate milk and cookies. Chocolate right? milk and cookies. Yeah, chocolate that's milk correct. ice cream, chock full of sandwich cream cookies. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Remember dipping your cookies in milk and drinking that glass of cookie infused milk when you ran out of cookies? We sure did. Feel like a kid again with chocolate milk and cookies. A chocolate milk ice cream, chock full of sandwich cream, sandwich cream cookies. Um, this is like a riff on an on a cookies and cream, pretty much. Yes, for an indulgence, unlike any other, pair this flavor with ooey gooey butter cake. I didn't do that. Yeah. Um, so I had those two flavors on top of the brownie. I had hot fudge on top of that, whipped cream, and a cherry. It was a lot. It was a lot. Here's the issue, and this is the same issue that happens with Ben and Jerry's. Yes. With an ice cream sundae, I fucked up. Look, I fucked up. I should have just gotten a cone. The ice cream sundae was just, there was just too much going on. It overshadowed yeah, yeah. those flavors. Always a, a bit. possibility for user error when you're creating those. Not not bad, but I mean, and I didn't even go that crazy. I just went hot fudge, whipped cream, and a cherry on top. A very mm-hmm. classic sundae. Sure. But How was that fudge? The fudge was good. Do you? Oh, or do you? Do you have issues? Well, with it? I want to know because so. I've been to Ample Hills a few times recently. I've been to the one at Disney World. Mm-hmm. And that one, I think, has a unique thing because they didn't offer it to me here. When I was about to pay, they're like, oh, do you want any complimentary toppings? Whoa. And I was like, what? Complimentary? Like, yeah. I was like, what What are they? And they're like, oh, well, fudge, caramel, strawberry, whipped cream. And I was like, okay, I'll take a little fudge and whipped cream. But the fudge, it kind of has a taste. I, I've experienced this at Shake Shack too, where it's like, oh, it's too good. It's too good mm. quality, and yeah. it kind of has an aftertaste almost. Mm. Well, we'll get into the fudge a little bit later because we had something that was fu- that was made from the fudge. That's that, true. That, that oh, I know it. Yeah, I mean, I'm we'll, curious to hear about that. We'll 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 get into that a little bit. But 
here's my here's my complaint about it. Well, one, this was my own doing. The fact that the brownie, the fudge. Wow, Wagner's going back at this ice cream. It's really good. The brownie and the fudge just overshadowed these flavors. Yeah. But here's my small complaint, and I think it's going to play into my scoring a little bit. The ice cream was like, it. You know when you when you have ice cream in the fridge for too long and it ices up. Oh no. Yeah. It had. I had a lot of that icy taste at the at the at the actual restaurant, Mm -hmm. which is weird to call it a restaurant. At the actual restaurant, and with right here with this with this take home container. I got a lot of that like kind of icy flavor, and I don't know what that is, but I'm not like I usually just always equate it to older ice cream that's been in the freezer for too long. I wonder if the temperature was a little too high on those freezers because I noticed the same thing on your Sunday mm-hmm. that that some of the scoops had like an icy top layer to them. Not which good. I, I don't think they're shooting for at all. I think that's, that's a little bit of a kitchen error because it wants to be more creamy. You know yeah. what I mean? So so this was this hurt it. Big time. And just sampling everything, I was like, these flavors are good. Yeah. There's no doubt that these flavors are good. I I like Jenny's. That's up the street. That still is maybe my favorite of of the area. The one themed after Forrest Gump's girlfriend. (laughs) Jenny's. Sorry, what were you going to say, Oh, I was going to say the free topping there is Listeria, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's the one. We had to shut down and destroy gallons and gallons of stock because of the the Chipotle of ice cream parlors. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. They did, they did, they they fucked up. But when when we when we've tried all these other places, McConnell's nearby there too. Yeah, I think I one themed after the Senate Majority Leader. It's weird. Yes, the Mitch McConnell ice cream place. Uh, There's like a turtle flavor. You think Uh, they'd be running away from that in this day and age? But no, (laughs) they really they lean into it. Um, it says celebrate Mitch on the storefront, and there's a picture of Mitch McConnell. Um, and he's bottomless. <laughs> You're taking selfies with uh, <laughs> with his hog. Um, I uh, the, the that iciness kind of kind of lost some points for me with Boy, the ice cream. Wow, yeah, I mean, I gotta this just is distressing to me. I mean, I just I gotta I gotta I gotta rate it based on that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and so. I, I do I do recognize that this place is very is a quality place, but, but you can it, tell the product is very very the, the level product of is good, is but high. yes, but 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 it lost a couple points there. Boy, that's um, a bummer. Weiger, we can get into what we also had, which I was we, we were kind of hinting at here a second I, ago. I do want to talk about our beverage, but before we do that, I want to give Sheridan a chance to talk about his sweet treats a bit. Sure. So when I went in Disney World, uh, I had I always get the ooey gooey butter cake. Yeah. Mm. And I think honestly, that's so good. It's it makes great. a lot of the other flavors kind of pale in comparison. Interesting. Um, it's also just fun to say ooey gooey butter uh, butter yeah. cake. And I've had St. Louis style butter cake before, mm-hmm. which is like a dense kit like the, right. the icing on that is just like butter and confectioner sugar and mm-hmm. it's it's heavy yes um uh in the exclusive because the shops have exclusive flavors so in disney world their exclusive flavor is called sally sells seashells and it's a billowy orange marshmallow ice cream with salted dark chocolate seashells that was pretty good when i had it um again it's but a similar thing though I don't know if it was the fudge or like the chunks of chocolate in it where it's like, this is a, might be a little too good quality. Like yes. I'm not used to this mm. because my, th- I'm kind of a, like, uh, I don't discriminate with ice cream. Like I'll buy whatever's on oh, sale. Meaning I, I, I take all comers. Yeah. I just usually have either ice cream, some combination of ice cream, cookies or chocolate in the house. Usually two out of three. Yeah. Um, so uh, I thought I thought that one was pretty good. 
But the orange flavor kind of over, like, infected the ooey gooey butter oh, cake. Um, this time when I went, I had a sugar cone with the butter cake. And then this was a recommendation from uh, our friend Anthony Geo Snap Mallow Pop. A deconstructed Rice Krispie treat marshmallow yes. ice cream with baked and buttery Rice Krispie uh, clusters. We tasted we tasted that one there. They then that one was super interesting. That one was delicious. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, that was very good. I think the one with that is I I I have to have some sort of texture. I don't really. I'm not a big smooth ice cream like just vanilla mm. or just chocolate. Yeah. I want some either ribbons of chocolate or marshmallow or like nuts or cake or cookies, something in it. You want to mix in. I uh, yeah, you. I want to mix in. You're the like one I... of Ben, whichever of Ben and Jerry has anosmia and can't taste. And so he only likes the, the texture. Is that right? Yeah, it's true. One of them. That's why they're oh, so wow. mixed in heavy. Yeah. Huh. I never knew that. Yeah. One guy just likes cold texture. What a fucking Fuck. sad story. Yeah. That's like Freak. a tragic. That's like a fucking movie. It is. Yeah. Sad fucking. He can only he just gets off on the texture. Right. Um, but so the snap mallow pop, some of the rice crispy treats kept the texture, like some yes. were crispy and some were a little softer. The thing with the ooey gooey butter cake is the cake keeps the consistency. It does. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, once I let my stomach settle, as I was leaving, I got a chocolate shake to go, uh, the, Whoa, with Jesus. dark chocolate, rich, dark chocolate ice cream made with 72% E. Quitar chocolate. I don't know how to say that. Uh, basically, their dark chocolate ice cream Got made it. into a shake. Uh, delicious. Wow. That was really good. That was an oversight on our part, Mitch. We we missed the frozen treat we missed mm-hmm. out on was a shake. We didn't get yeah. a version of that. What we did get was, this is the thing they're pushing right now, the S'more Hot Chocolate, our signature new recipe made with house-made fudge topped with whipped cream and a s'more. There's a whole s'more on top of a, of a healthy portion of, like a Starbucks tall portion of hot chocolate, which yeah. is a lot of hot chocolate, because yeah. this is very, very dense and very flavorful and rich. Mitch, you remarked you really like the hot the hot chocolate. I thought the hot chocolate itself was good and it did come from that fudge. Yeah. Yeah. He it, was making it he was it's he, good quality. He was he was he was steaming the milk and putting that fudge in there. It was I said that it looked like the the hot chocolate that Flanders made Bart in the Simpsons movie. It did, yeah. It was it was very similar to the to the hot chocolate that he made cuz the s'more on top was insane. Right. It was just it was too much stuff. I mean like I still I feel like wired and I feel like shit from this still from this meal. It's weird that you see Bart's dick in the Simpsons movie. I I figured you would love that. It's funny. It's a good joke. Mm-hmm. I did love it, but it, it is like it's weird. Like it's just like this like this mischievous little boy that we've known for like twenty years. Did we did we want to see his dick? Did we want to see yes. his dick? I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry I, I interrupted you to go on this tangent about. A, I mean, I guess it is true that like it is a what a ten year old boy's dick. It's a ten year old boy's dick. Very excited ten- for the FBI to listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ten year old boy's uncircumcised dick. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I started working at The Simpsons then, and they used me as the model <laughs> for Bart's dick. Can we do like a bigger version of this? <sighs> Anyways. Yes. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. It's weird we see Bart's dick. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. You were talking about it's, it's like Flanders' eyes. Yes, Flanders it's is, like Flanders' fucking it really hot was. chocolate that yeah. he gets It Bart. had so much stuff going on with it. 
Um, yeah, it it and and it it was good. It was just, I mean, this is just too much. I was going, it's I was too going crazy. Much. And the s'more was so sweet. It was mm. like punishingly sweet. It was a well-made s'more, but it was just like like it was. If it was soaking in the cocoa. It had chocolate smeared on it. It had that big marshmallow inside. We both took a bite and we were just like, oh boy, yeah. Couldn't couldn't take more than one bite of that. It was too much. We we also we saw Amanda from the Disneyland Foodies uh, uh, on our way out. The only other person that came in there the entire time we were oh, there. Yeah. Uh, which was uh, which was kind of crazy, Wags. That, that was a weird. That was a weird celeb sighting. Shout shout out at Disneyland Foodies on Instagram. Yeah, it was very. But it was very. But it was so weird that no one. It was just us in there. I, I can't tell if like the this place. I don't know if it's too new or what the deal is. If LA hasn't caught on yet, but it feels like a place that should be packed. Yeah, I think it, it was just kind of cold. Yeah. You think I that's think what it is? I think it's, you think just, it's just, the weather. just the weather. Well, I thankfully checked the hours online because I was like, oh, I'll go Monday during the day, and they're only open to like three to nine at the moment. Yeah, on weekdays, on weekends are open all day. So yeah, I ended up there Sunday late afternoon, and it was pretty empty. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, let's uh, let's get to our final thoughts mm. on Ample Hills Creamery. So, Sheridan, you know the pod, but just a refresher: we'll each go around, we'll say our closing statement regarding this chain, and then we will give it a score from zero to five forks. Jason Sheridan, our guest, we begin with you. I have, uh, you know, I have a lot of thoughts on the current movement of like bourgeois <laughs> craft ice cream. Right. Like, I do find a lot of it a little exhausting. I think the same thing with craft donuts. Like some of it's good, some of it's really good. Some mm-hmm. of the it is made with really good ingredients, really good quality. But I think the thing, one of the things that appeals to me still about like donuts and ice cream is that it, it's it's like for the people. It's sure. for everyone. It's it's easy to make in big quantities. It's affordable, and I do find like some of these like your salt and straws and stuff kind of put it out of like it's it's. Too much money. It costs too much. I agree. Um, I, this is a great fair criticism. I, 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 I completely agree with this. Yeah. I think Ample Hills, it is a, on the more affordable end of those kind of like bougie ice cream places. The other thing that I was trying to figure out. Would you like, say you don't need to have Ample Bills to dine at Ample Hills? Dear I God. would say that. Okay. I would definitely say I could. that. I just want to get My you question the is why would you say that? Because it's a normal thing that people say. You know what? Uh, it's a lot like South Park, though. Ample parking, day or night. That's true. Yeah, that's a big. That's a big asset there. One of the other things I and I couldn't put my finger on it, and then I was reading an article about it, is that their mission is to appeal to families and including kids. And like when you're making like uh, goat cheese ice cream or mm-hmm. saffron ice cream, the kids kind of aren't into that. Sure. And I do like the aesthetic of like there's a lot of hand painted murals. Yeah. There's like a kids area, like. It's nice, and there are the, the flavors are approachable in the way that like ev- they're maybe complex, but they're complex mm-hmm. in the Ben and Jerry's way. It's not like it's not like sage and fucking rosemary and shit you wouldn't normally see in ice cream, yeah, or in, in Western style ice cream. Like the LA's one's uh, unique flavor is horchata flavor, mm-hmm. um, so with a little cinnamony, right? Um, and that's pretty easy to get once you sample it. It's like cinnamon cream ice cream. Uh, the other thing I I like about it, and it doesn't seem like any of us did this but i've killed one of these myself uh a, 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 the flight did you see the flight it's six scoops yeah that's it's like wild. six a tasting so they're smaller scoops right but uh 
best shared. If you're going to try the flight, do it with a friend or loved one. Because <laughs> uh, by the time I was done eating it, all the flavors had kind of mushed together and my throat hurt from all the sugar. We should have done <laughs> so, the flight. Amanda told me she did the flight. We should have done We should have done that flight. Yeah, like, we should have done the a flight. The flight's fun. And I think for a while, or and this maybe this was just Disneyland, they had like a proprietary container like with like a plastic container with a spot for each scoop here. It's just oh, kind wow. of a brown paper tray. They dump it in. Right. Um, but <laughs> I, I like it. I'm sad to hear Mitch had a, a not great experience. Um, but yeah, I think of the like current trend of like an elevated ice cream, it is uh, definitely my favorite. Um, and I think closer to a, a traditional ice cream parlor, uh, mom and pop ice cream parlor, or Baskin Robbins, that, that sort of thing. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it four forks. Four forks. Very good score. That's a good score. I'm, I'm going to go, and then I'm going to let Mitch take us home. Um, I, I, I'm i going to have another bite of this the Spider-Man ice cream. Sure. I'm going to do this right now. This will, this will factor into my day. I like this a lot. I usually am a chocolate guy, but I do like this uh, cherry pie ice cream. Well, if you keep eating that Spider-Man uh, ice cream, you're going to turn into Spider-Pig. Our favorite, all of our favorite characters. This came, we were on Talking Simpsons recently. Right. And I was like, did we all imagine Spider Pig? Was Spider Pig manufactured consent? They're like, you won't like Spider Pig. Remember, you like Spider Pig. But yeah, apparently I guess he so. tested yeah. very well. I like Spider Pig. Spider Pig, I think, was a uh, Jim Brooks idea. I was think. it really? Oh. I think so. Boy. Yeah, Spider Pig. <laughs> That's what he sounds like. Um, this, uh, I mean, the Spider-Man ice cream is very good. Aunt May's cherry pie is is my kind of pie. I mean, this easy is, now, easy. I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to say I was horny for this old broad. I'm just saying that I like this. Uh, I like this flavor. Jesus, the Brooklyn side of Ample Hills really came <laughs> out of you. I didn't say I was horny for this old broad. I was eating, I'm eating too much Ample Hills. What do you expect from me? I go there a lot because you don't need Ample Bills. I'm from Brooklyn. Forget about it. Forget about it. Oh, the Nets. Oh, Kyrie Irving shooting three-pointers. Oh, forget about it. I'm a Brooklyn guy. <laughs> we love the Brooklyn Nets. We love how toxic he is. <laughs> um, I, uh, I really loved my ice cream cone. Mm. I just thought it was fantastic. I thought it was dynamite. I think this, this Spider-Man flavor is great. My Spidey taste test, taste buds are tingling. Mm. Um, this is a uh, this is fucking great. It's great ice cream. It's really good. It's a really good product. I taste like how great test. the employees were. Mm-hmm. I was trying to say. I, said I know. Taste I, know. I landed I it. I Give know. me a fucking break. I gotcha. Get off my back. Uh, you like the employees? The employees are referred to as employees, which is a nice pun That's on fun. ample. That's, That's a lot of fun. The both flavors I had were great. I thought the the uh, the the hot chocolate was a little much, but I that's not what I'm. The, you go to a scoop shop for. I fucking loved it. I think this is this is dynamite ice cream. I think this place deserves its reputation. I'm going five forks. I five love it. Forks. Uh, five forks. I'm sorry, five spoons. I'm going five spoons. Wow. I love it. I loved it. Uh, okay, go ahead, Mitch. I'm the I'm the dairy dude, and this wasn't a, this wasn't a dairy dud. Far from it. This lived up to my expectations. You're the dairy dude. Look, this belongs in the golden circle of the creamsman. I might be dairy rude right now. With oh, my boy. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. I recognize that it's quality ice cream. Yes. My ice cream was icy. And then when I ate this oh ice boy. cream that was in the pint, it too was icy. Okay, now I think I figured it something out on that. What, what are you looking for, Weiger? You gonna get the milk? Just let me do it. We have a cereal segment. I'm I was trying to tee it up. Oh, but it's you're so not exciting. you're not gonna be able to figure this out. Jesus Christ. 
You're not, uh, Emma. Here's what you get. We all have spoons already. Emma, if you get us bowls from the drawer, the drawer. What's this really about? Do you guys just miss you song? <laughs> Emma, if you, <laughs> That's what's if really you get us some bowls on. from that drawer. We haven't had proper time to mourn you song. <laughs> Rest in peace, you song. Haven't um, notified his parents yet. He's in hell now, but at least <laughs> <laughs> at least he's with Uncle Ben. And then if you get it, <laughs> now, Emma, do you know where the snack cabinet is? It's down and to the right. If you're if you're by the sink, I mean, I think it's like blocked by stuff. There's just there's just junk sitting in my kitchen. Why, girl? It's it's been it. Wow, it's by, it the, it's by the tenth set of feeding bowls, Mitch has scattered around this, this living quarters. <laughs> this is a hell right now. My 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 living situation is a hell. Uh, wow, great job, Emma. You knocked it out of the park way faster than Weiger would have done it. Um, I would have done it fine. Ooh, Emma, of course, Emma did a good job. Look at that maze on the back. It's wow. The captain has like an enemy on the back. I'm, ooh, Wait, I'm, so I'm they right. actually have a Christmas maze on the back of Christmas Crunch? Yeah, wow. You were right. Christmas you were right. Wow, I am right. This is huge for me. This is big. I think I might be the more right doughboy. Mm, I don't know if I go that far. <laughs> I think you're I, the alt right doughboy. <laughs> Wait a minute. So I was going to say about you. I think I figured out the the iciness for the pint. So the pint went from the freezer at the store yes. to your freezer, mm. and then to soften it a little, we put it in the fridge for a while. That's true. With that in mind, knowing that path that it took, I'm going to raise my score to four and a half forks. Wow! Wow! Yeah. wow. Because that may have been some human error on our part. Have we ever? Have we given four? Have we? There's no been no ice cream place that's gotten four spoons. I don't right? remember all the ice cream places we reviewed. <laughs> also, I went to Baskin Ample Robbins. Hills what else did we day, And they gave out free cones to everyone. So oh, that's, that's nice. They, that's should I? Favorite. Should I boost it? Look, here's. Look, I'm just gonna put it out. This is a different. You should. You should, I'm, you should be true to yourself. I'm going. I'm. I'm telling you right now what I'm thinking. Right now in my mind, I'm gonna give it three point eight five spoons. Wow! But hold on, the employees were really good. The ice cream was good. It was a little bit icy though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Do I just give it the four spoons? You sh- you could have said something. The service was so good, you probably could have said like, "Hey, this is a little icy," and I think that is from the limited turnover they're having because mm. it's a colder time of year. Yeah, <sighs> limited turnover is also a problem with the. Uh... Understaffed bakery. <laughs> I'll give it four spoons. Wow, wow. four spoons for the spoon man. Welcome to the Golden Plate Club, wow. the Golden Circle. Cream's been the Golden Circle you know why? for Ample Hills Creamery. Because of our good friend Jason Sheridan, and it gets backed up by Nicole Byer. Wow. Two great friends of the podcast. I'm giving it four spoons. Wow. I I need to go back. I want more of a creamy taste. I need to go back. I hey, need man, to, I'll I need go to, back with you anytime. I need to not get the Sunday. You got to do the flight. I, I'll do the flight. The issue with the flight, though, is the, you got to eat it quick because all those flavors mash mash together. Yeah. I, in I, I, if I will get that creaminess out of it, I loved the aesthetic of the actual place we went to. Yes. I like the employees. There were a lot of great tastes going on early on. I thought that this was a surefire four to five forker. Yeah, because we've because ne- it's very hard for ice cream places places to make it into the Golden Plate Club. I got to go back, but. I'll go four spoons. Wow. Merry Christmas to Ample Hills. Wow. wow. Mitch, a Christmas I'm, miracle. I think you stuck true to yourself, but also gave this place the accolades it deserved. Congratulations to Ample Hills Creamery. Uh, mm-hmm. We just had a lovely time. And I, I don't know if I'd I feel good back. about it, but I but I did what I thought was right. Um, yeah. Well, hey, that was our review of Ample Hills Creamery. Mm-hmm. It's time for a segment from Doughboys Media Studios in Los Feliz. This is Serial, a segment told one bowl at a time. 
This is a collect call from Count Chocula. Uh, I was standing over Toucan Sam, and I could tell that he had something on his mind. I got home, and my wife, the Trix Rabbit, was dead. <laughs> okay, so. So is the Trix Rabbit the wife of Toucan Sam? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think we quite figured. I mean, we gotta listen to we gotta listen to the, the, how this podcast plays out, how this long form true crime podcast pay, plays out to see what happens. Count Chocula mm-hmm. was standing over Toucan Sam as he was thinking. Yeah, it's something on his mind. <laughs> More of a fan of the Bo Bergdahl scene. <laughs> right, we all love that. Well, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Wags, we got a fun cereal today. Oh, boy. Christmas Crunch. Christmas Crunch, wow. The captain, has he's got Christmas Crunch. Here's my question about Christmas Crunch. Yes. I guess we're going to find out in a second here. There's also, with this Christmas maze on the back, there's a cast of characters. One is like a villain. Who is the villain there? And, who's, and there's a dog? It's one of the, wait, so they have the, uh, sorry, I'm trying to pour and, re- and look at the, the box at the same time. The villain is just some sort of wait. This looks like a crossover with a different property because these look like the the Cookie Crisp. People. It looks like the care, but these also look like characters from um, uh, who's that fucking Peabody and Sherman? Oh shit! That's what is it looks it? like to me. I'm not sure. I don't know exactly what's going on. I don't know what's going on with the the Captain Crunch uh, expanded universe at this point. I don't know who the antagonist is. Is it Peabody it- and Sherman? I don't know. They look adjacent to them. At least the it looks like the character design is maybe borrowed from them. One guy looks like Gilligan. This is very confusing. Yeah, confusing. How many of Z Crunch pieces can you find? Is this some French guy? Ruckus around the Christmas tree. Oh, I know who that is. There's a. They have a villain. One of his villains is a French guy. What the fuck is Ah. it called? It's like Pierre Lafoe or something like that. What the fuck is the Captain Crunch's villain called? And there's a talking dog. Can you find at least ten candy canes? The dog is asking. These, this looks like the crunch verse. Jean Lafoot, the barefoot pirate. That's who it is. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's a he's a French guy with no shoes because he's a fucking frog freak. Yeah, you your eyes immediately lit up at the mention of bare feet, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my question with Christmas. It says Captain Crunch's Christmas Crunch. Sweetened corn and oat cereal, fun holiday shapes. They are fun holiday shapes. Now here's my question though. Do these shapes taste any differently? Because with the berries, you get a little different taste in there. This, I'm not sure. I think this just might all taste like Captain Crunch. Which, look, Captain Crunch is good, but what's the deal? You know what I mean? Like, you got to give me some flavor here. One of my green stars is a little brown. I feel like this Christmas tree has already started to die. That is is bizarre. That that looks strange. These are are Crunch Berry flavored. The, The individual, the wood is... The the non berry part, the wood is um just like a sweet corn, and the the berries are the the fun holiday shapes rather are the same flavor as a crunch berry. So this is just very similar to a crunch berry execution. Are you uh, sure? It t- taste taste a berry on its or I'm sorry, taste a fun holiday shape on its own and see if you taste Man, a berry. Uh, you call it the wood like your friend told you when you were in fucking elementary school. But it feels like I'm getting cavities from today. It's insane. I, we've had My so much hurt. we've had so much sugar and dairy. I feel like we're both just going to fucking shit our brains out. It's going to be so deeply unpleasant when this podcast wraps. 
all we've had today was fucking ice cream and cookies and cereal. I'll get Wendy's later. Just, yeah, I'll, I might get Wendy's later too. Why even that, I, I, the two scoops and the shake, even I was feeling a little logy. It's a lot. That. It's it, a lot. It's great to know that that shake is high quality because I might go with, with that. The, that really good. Oh, the whipped cream on it was also delicious. Like clearly a high quality whipped cream. Was Captain Crunch, is, was this one of the cereals that had or cereals and soda, I feel like? Do you guys remember the urban legend about Yellow Five? That dye yellow number oh, yeah. five? Like, that was a playground, schoolyard thing of, like, don't, oh, man, don't have too much yellow five or, like... Your sperm will your die. Your sperm will oh, die. Oh, yes. I've heard that. I heard that about... Well, because it was connected to Mountain Dew, right? Because Mountain yeah, Dew Yeah, it's Mountain Dew. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is fucking... I love it. I like Crunch Berries. I yeah. like this. I like Cap'n... I like regular Cap'n Crunch, too. This is great. This is delightful. I think you are right that these do taste differently. Yeah. But it doesn't say anything on it on the... I can't tell. I honestly can't tell. It's probably the dye is different, right? Hmm. Yeah, it could be that. I mean, it could be mildly different. It could have a slightly different flavor. But I think this is fucking great. I think this is delightful. I forget what metric we used for cereal, but I'm going to say these are. Uh, this is guilty of being delicious. That's what we do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we say guilty or not guilty. This is guilty of being of being a, a great cereal. I'd be happy to find I this in my Christmas stocking. I still can't tell if there's different flavors in this. Guilty. Send him to the chair. Wow. <laughs> right, Murderinos? <laughs> Give him the chair. <laughs> so, so you have a you're in favor of capital punishment. I'm surprised. Um, Mitch, what do you think? Should this bad boy get a get lethal injection? <laughs> Should we send it to the gas chamber? I think. Remember California used to execute people by gas chamber? It's so grim. Sorry, go on. Jerry Brown took the phone off the hook. <laughs> I think put two can two can Sam up in front of a firing squad. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you cross the French Foreign Legion, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Mitch, you ever think about that? You ever think about giving everything up, going to that uh, office you can go to in France, knock on the door, say I'd like to join up? Do you know about this? They'll take. That's the story about the French Foreign Legion. They would like take anyone. Is that true? Yeah, I think they still will. I heard about that, and I looked into it, and I think I'm too old. Suckle I think they have an age. Yeah, there might be an age difference. Yeah, that's but the like, thing. they would be, be, if you were young enough, you could knock on a door or something and go, go like, "All right, well, this is the next three to five years of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Come on in." There, uh, there are un- maybe I do it. Depressingly few options to just pack everything up and start a new life if you're a 39 year old man. There just mm-hmm. aren't as few, aren't as many fields that will take someone at that yeah. age uh, yeah. kind of aged out of joining the coast should, guard or whatever you should be put out to pasture basically <laughs> i got a beard hair in my bowl already so i'm done okay but it's your own it's Does gotta be yours own. You see yeah it? i do see it it sucks it just looks disgusting mm. hopefully it's not a beard hair from the villainous jean lefoot was he is he a part of the that if you knock on the door is that who answers in france <laughs> <laughs> Jean Lafoot, you can tell Foot. by his bare feet. I still which you really want you to get a look at. <laughs> I still can't tell, and it's driving me insane. I think they're different flavors. Oh wait, hold on. Can, can let me see the box real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, oh boy. Product enlarged to show detail. Damn it! No, I already looked for flavors. <laughs> if that's what you're looking there for. There is no flavor. There's nothing about flavors. I think they're. I think the fun holiday shapes are different flavors. But you know, hey, I don't know we may. We may true. never know. We may never know. Uh. 
Hey, just like a restaurant, that was cereal. Just like a restaurant via feedback, let's open up the feedback. Today's email comes to us from Sam, aka Fish671. Sam writes. I just got to quickly say, yeah. Captain Crunch, not a cereal I had, a cereal I had as a kid, and it's a mm. good cereal. It's a very good cereal. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, and it, this is from Sam, Fish671. An important part of my favorite restaurant is the hot sauce. How many and what flavor of hot sauce do you mm. put on each item at Taco Bell? On CGC, I put three fire sauce packets. Wow, I love this Thank question. you guys so much for the pod. Yeah, Mitch, go for it. For me, look, I used to get the hot sauce. Uh, there's, there, there, what is there? There's, the Diablo. There's Diablo, Diablo fire, yeah. hot, and mild, right? Is that correct? I think so. Uh, I used to do the hot sauce. That was my favorite one. I think maybe I was even in the fire category at one point. This is sad. I'm now down to mild. Mm, boy. For the cheesy gordita crunch, I do four to five mild packets on the cheesy gordita crunch. And this is for intestinal reasons slash, do you get acid reflux? Is that a, an issue with you? That might be a part of it. I don't know. It's but just, it's more just your digestion. Is it's it's too, yeah. too spicy. Just yeah. that The spiciness kills me now. It's such a it's sad. A bummer, yeah. I'm a shell of my former self. And my former self is just like a big fat maniac <laughs> who ate hot, spicy stuff and was grosser. You're a shell that's formed over your former self. Yes. Um, <laughs> like a Russian doll. Yes. Yeah. There's one, like, if you went back a few, if you, like, opened up the Russian doll a few times, like, there was a cool version of me, kind of. Right. Oh. In there somewhere. <laughs> Here's Mitch's old sedan that used to fall asleep covered in Carl's Jr. wrappers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yes, four to five for the cheesy gordita crunch. I mean, do you want me to go off on what my order used to be? I I, I, I would yes, get a, a crunchy uh, Fritos beefy burrito or whatever. I get the cheesy gordita crunch. I would I would do the chipotle chicken loaded griller. Now that's gone, and then I would do like some other sort of thing, whether it would be a Doritos ta- uh, ta- Locos Taco Supreme or a Quesarito or something like that, or the five layer burrito. And all of those usually have about three, three to four mild packets, but the but the cheesy gordita crunch I take four to five packets. Um, wow! I always ask for extra. I always, I always, ask, you know, when I go to Del Taco, Nick, yes, and I do the chicken rollers there. Sometimes I don't use any hot sauce on those. Really? I don't. But and and there's some stuff at there's some stuff. At Del Taco, like the bean and cheese burrito, sometimes I just like to get the flavors of that without the hot sauce. Well, that has a little, little sauce with it. Has it. Some yeah. sauce like red sauce or green sauce, yeah. I but, totally get that. But say for like the, you know, the uh the spicy jack chicken quesadilla, mm-hmm. I do one hot uh sorry, mild per quesadilla slice. Oh, per slice. Uh-huh. Wow, yeah, that's kind of go nuts. Wow. At Del Wait, Taco. So let, let's let's talk about first off, yeah. do you have a do you have a dog in the fight, Taco Bell versus Del Taco? Um, you like them both? Uh, I like Taco Bell as its like own genre of food. Sure, I think ta- uh, Del Taco easy, easy give it of like better quality. Got it as food, food. Um, uh, also, an advantage for those crinkle cut fries. Oh yeah, those fries had. are great. Del Taco, I didn't like eat for years because we have such good Mexican food here in LA. Right. And then between this show and Mike Carlson, I got back into it a few years ago. But when I did, that was when they had. Um, the green hot sauce and chipotle yes. hot sauce. Yeah. And those were great. I was so sad when they got rid of those. Yeah, they phased out the Verde. Um my Delta uh, my Taco Bell order is usually a cheesy 
what is it? The cheesy bean and rice burrito. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then some combination of potato tacos or shredded chicken quesadilla. Mm. Because uh, I am <laughs> partly because I'm a cheapskate. And then partly because I try to uh, wa- really watch my portion control when eating fast food. Yeah. Um, so ordering the smaller stuff, it's just easier. Um, but I put a lot of the hot kind of the sauce, uh, the hot variety on all of that. No, you're talking the one labeled hot or the, the hottest? The one labeled hot. Got it. Uh, it's, a, it's a good, that's a good, it's the a hot good, one is a good sauce. Yeah. It's a good sauce. It's not overwhelming. If I have too much hot sauce, my stomach hurts. Mm-hmm. But um, Oh, wait, is there a medium too? Man, I should know this because I love talking about, is it medium. hot, medium, is it, sorry, sorry, mild, medium, hot, fire, and Diablo? Is that what it is? Wags. I remember there being that oh, hot is the medium, but let me yeah. let me let me. That's go what ahead I find. thought too, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, because I never, I always go pretty spicy. I usually go with the oh, and the verde. There, there was a there was a verde sauce at Taco Bell as well. Okay, so they have a they have mild hot fire and Diablo. So yes, those are the those are the standard ones. Um, so hot kind of takes the place of the medium. I think like three. I'll use three packets for the bean and rice burrito, mm-hmm. and like two per taco. Or so I like a lot of sauce. Two per stuff. two per taco is what yeah. I will do generally. And I at Taco Bell I go fire sauce. Um, at Del Taco I go Del Inferno. Now Del Inferno is their hottest. That's a little hotter. Yeah, they don't. Del Scorcho is good. Del Scorcho is I think a better flavor, but I yeah. like the flavor of Del Inferno. And 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 you know as I mentioned the podcast, I'm something of a heat seeker. I like things spicy. Mm. However, I like the flavor of the Del Inferno, even though I like the flavor of the. It's a trade-off, even though I like the f- the flavor of of the one a notch below a little bit better. But the at at Taco Bell, I don't love the Diablo sauce flavor of it. It's yeah. just like a little too vinegary for me. Mm. It just doesn't quite work as a hot sauce, even though it has more potency. So I usually stick with fire, which I think has a very good flavor to it. Um, uh, a cheesy gordita crunch, yeah. I mean, like I would say probably four fire sauce packets, but three fire sauce pi- packets is the right ballpark. I will usually do. Two, two, one and a half to two packets per taco, and I will do two to three for a burrito. But it just okay. really, it really just depends. Uh, I gotta say, Delta uh, Taco Bell, my favorite thing as a kid were like the chicken soft tacos. Yes, I don't know what happened to the chicken at Taco Bell. Now I find it disgusting. Unless it's that shredded mm. chicken, mm. that's a little different. That's um, pretty good. You're saying the like the grilled, so- like the pieces of grilled, just like chicken. the pieces of grilled chicken. They're very, they are a little strange. I loved them in the Depo- the Chipotle chicken, uh, the chicken roller, which yeah. is gone. Oh, not chicken roller, whatever it was. The Chipotle chicken. What what are those things called that are gone now? Which ones are you talking about? I forget the name of them. The Chipotle chicken chicken wrap or whatever. Rollers or grillers? Or grillers. One, yeah, loaded grillers. Gr- oh, grillers. grillers. Yes, yes, grillers. yes, the loaded griller, yes. That that chicken, that that burrito was just so good that the meat yeah. of the chicken didn't get in the way. But I, I think I agree with you that the shredded chicken is better, which I usually don't think is true. In a Mexican no, restaurant, I don't think I, that the shredded chicken is usually the one that is grosser and tastes almost like tuna. I like it. I like it more grilled than stewed. I yeah. really like the chicken at Del Taco. Yeah, their their chicken's good. good. The the you know they they have the chicken soft tacos, and on Thursdays now I think they have a chicken soft taco night where you can get three of them um, for I think maybe one sixty nine. It's a pretty good price. Maybe two sixty nine. Yeah, I think it's up. Yeah, but it, but the, the sauce on those is is quite good. After three. 
After 3 p.m. After 3 p.m. Yeah. And before 11 p.m., before, which is fuck yes. me for. And you know what? It's going to fuck me tonight. It's Tuesday taco night. I'm going to get not going to get my Del Taco tacos if I go over that. It actually might govern mm-hmm. my decision in terms of where I'm going to get maybe my post show. Maybe meal. it's a Wendy's night tonight. Might be a Wendy's night. Uh, but hey, let us know your packet count. Hashtag submission packet. Let us know uh, how many packets you put on various foods. And if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DO. That's 830-463-684. We're going to overlap into Jack going after Stephen Colbert with the submission packet hashtag. (laughs) 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 To get the Doughboys double or weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Jason Sheridan. What a thrill to have you here. Thank it's you about so time. much, We're going to have you back The soon. Treat Boy has oh. joined up with the Doughboys. Oh, I love We're it. We're so excited. Uh, what would you like to plug at this time? Uh, my show, Podcast The Ride. Great podcast. Hosted by uh, Mike Carlson, Scott Gardner, and myself. Uh, it's a comedy podcast about theme parks. And uh, yeah, we have a Patreon too, patreon.com slash podcast the ride. The second gate, that's, that's for... Kind of the more off the beaten path, the right. tangentially related stuff. Um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what do we have coming up. You guys uh, just went to Orlando. And we you did just a show went there. Went to Orlando. Yeah, we just put out a trip report about our trip to Orlando. We got to ride the new Hagrid's uh, coaster at Universal, mm. and um, yeah, what we did a show in Orlando that was also very fun. Um, and Wags and I were both just on there, too. And you were we both just, on. We were both oh, were. yeah, we just wrapped the Downtown Disney Ordeal, an mm. 18-part examination <laughs> of the uh, outdoor pedestrian mall next to Disneyland. What an odyssey that was. What an odyssey that was. You both were, were very kind to come on uh, early. Mitch, you were like... Uh, the third or fourth episode of the show. Nick, you were on an early one talking about parking garages, yeah, establishing I've, your reign as the parking guy. I, yeah, I've kind of, I've kind of found my niche there. If if you need a parking structure reviewed, I'll come on and do it. The dairy yes. dude and the parking guy. Yeah, <laughs> two very fun things. Yeah, but uh, thank you both for your support of the podcast. Yeah, thank of you course, both for your it's early rules. support of uh, me. <laughs> so. That was very helpful. Well, we love you. You're a great, uh, funny dude. We love you. you. Uh, and uh, and hey, if you like Doughboys, check get, out Podcast of Ride. You'll love it. Go for it. Oh, well, I was also going to say, and as a parting gift, we're going to give you some of this Captain's <laughs> Captain Crunch's Christmas Crunch, an opened bag. Oh, thank you so much. That we tried on the episode. Look, it's I'll best before it May. Partially melted ice cream. <laughs> you can take the ice cream too if you'd like. I was planning on it. <laughs> May thirty first, two thousand and twenty two. It's good till. Oh wow! Wow. Oh wait, no, two thousand twenty. Sorry. Okay. Okay. And it's opened. <laughs> well, that'll last for a little bit. Yeah. Sure. You'll get you'll get through the primaries with that. Yeah, I can enjoy it while watching this boys Ghostbusters. Oh, oh no. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for this episode of Double Boys. Until next time for the Spoonman, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. Double. On the next Doughboys Double, deck the halls with bells of doughy. Actor and Doughboys composer Michael Daniel Cassidy stops by to rank Christmas carols and munch on winter treats. It's the Doughboys Holiday Sing-Along. Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. Sources for this week's intro include Cream of the Crop promo, annotated from Genius. Randy Savage, One Last Time the Cream Will Rise to the Top by Matthew Martin. Brooklyn's Ample Hills positions itself to be the next Ben & Jerry's by Larissa Zimbaroff. How This Business Owner Expanded Her Neighborhood Ice Cream Shop to Disney World, Brooklyn, and Beyond by Leah Wald. How Pop Culture Became a Part of Ample Hills Creamery's DNA by Abby White. And the Ample Hills website. Full list of sources available in the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast.